1: Good morning, people. It is Tuesday, the 18th of July. Welcome to TDA, the day after your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. We've got a full house today, okay? Overbooked, so oversubscribed. Let's introduce ourselves.
2: It's your boy, Big Moss from the east side of the bridge, six foot plus of pure temptation in these things. Morning.
1: And it is your favorite shade queen, My Royalty. That's it. That's just two of us. How are you doing?
2: I'm all right. I'm tired, man. Yeah. I need to. Um, what's the um, what's them pills called that begin with M? Someone told me to take them. You could buy them over the counter. It's good for sleep because of an M or something. Do you know what I'm talking about, Brent? Um, no, I
3: don't. I don't take pills for sleeping, so I would
2: never have known. I don't even think they're sleeping pills. I think it's some kind of thing that's good for. Is up it? in sleep or something like that.
1: It begins with M. I Why can't, I can't remember what it's called? If they could kindly of put it in the chat, that'd be great. I don't know what that is.
2: I don't know. If someone knows what I'm talking about, then
1: yeah. Please, yeah. yeah please, but please I might, I there. might go and get. them. You might need to take a trip to Holland and Barrett.
2: Yeah, maybe.
1: Actually, a we'll trip to Amazon.
2: That too. I think, yeah, I, think I think I got that's Prime. Easier. Yeah,
1: yeah. We will get it by tonight. Yeah, but Actually.
2: I didn't. Have a, I didn't have a good sleep, man. That's not good. Mm.
1: We can't have that. we also uh. can't have you. Going back to what was, so. <laughs> so I have to figure it out. Melatonin. <laughs> it melatonin.
2: Melatonin.
1: Yeah. That's what
2: it is. Melatonin. I was just about to say it as well, and I thought, no, that sounds too much like it melanin. Like
1: ulcer.
2: <laughs> it sounds too much <laughs> like melanin. That's wrong. But yeah, someone, told, like me, a, someone like told me. Someone told me get some melatonin.
1: It yeah, should a thing in tablet form, pill form.
2: <laughs> this is what they told me. It
1: Sounds like a type of ulcer or something. Mm? Like a mouth ulcer. No. Is that melatosis or something? That's halitosis. Oh. That's <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> I think something sounds like it should stink. Fair enough. That that makes sense.
2: Yeah. Okay. I, don't know if it, try that. I don't know if it works yet.
1: Yeah. Have a look on Amazon and you might be able to get it for tonight and have a look. But look at the side effects and stuff like that first day. I,
2: th- I don't think it's got side effects. Actually, it's you know called what?
1: melatonin. That's a funky name. You can't, yeah. We can't have stuff triggering other things. All
2: right. Yeah. I'll Sugar-free check.
1: Sugar free sleep gummies gummies. Is that
2: what they are?
1: Well,
3: I'm seeing on Amazon there you are know, different versions, isn't it? So I okay. might like the gummy one. Okay. Looks like it's got high ratings. Is it? So yeah? What's it supposed to do? Just. I just heard
2: it. I heard it just induces sleep.
1: For how long? Does that mean that you wake up foggy?
3: I'm not sure. You know.
1: The person who put in the, uh, has the person tried it? A if a you tried it last people, night.
3: A lot of people have put melatonin in the in the group, so maybe a lot of them have used it.
1: Okay. Little addicts, okay. Well,
2: yeah. The person who told me she uses it, and I don't. I doubt she um.
1: Lead you astray.
2: Yeah, or have any. I to think try it anyway.
1: And What's then hopefully, at some point, your body will just naturally get itself into working properly, like without you having to. Yeah. Use this too long.
2: Again, I just I think it's just a um transition period. Yeah, it is, it's yeah like a week or two or something. So I should be straight. You will. I told you, I felt like my eyes was awake. Every, I feel like I saw every hour of last night though. Even if it was, even if it was, even if it was for f- three minutes, you still saw I it. saw every hour. I saw one, two, three, four. And then when I saw five, I was like, I gotta get up at six. This is
3: bullshit.
2: <laughs> this is bullshit. What time did you, what time did you get to head to
3: bed though? What time <laughs> I get to bed?
2: Yeah. But I was in my bed from about half 11.
3: Was it that you just went tired
2: or something? Or your mind was just awake? I need, I don't wind down. I need, like, I don't, I don't, I can't explain it. I need, I, obviously, maybe it's just routine, innit, it? Or something like that. You know, like, habit. So you have your routines and boom, 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 boom. boom. And you take it out and it's just like, it's not winding down. Like, recently, obviously, I try and get to bed, like, I try to get to bed, I don't know, 11, half 11. I'm not, I'm not going to be up past midnight, innit? it? And I know that. So whatever routine I got, I get into it and I sleep past midnight. But now I change it, I can get into bed at I can get into bed at eleven or even midnight, or whatever, and I'm just like like this, like, yeah, okay. So, what, so what are we gonna do now? What are we gonna do now? And then you'll try and sleep, and then then it's whack, and then you put on a podcast, and then you'll be like, okay, I'm gonna fall asleep to this podcast, and then you get to the end of the podcast, and it's an hour and a half long. <laughs> and then you're Ooh,
1: like, okay. I've got to make you fall asleep too. What's that? Um, breathing exercises.
2: No, nope. oh, oh, you do no, the breathing I'm exercises. You
1: try it. <laughs> Yeah, because I do, you know. So it's, it's like, it, it's like, um. <laughs> I didn't even land my point. But I said, nope.
3: You said, that's not my brand.
1: You said, no. Which moves the bread like. No, no, it's it's guided. So it let you, that, that is guided. So they're like, breathe in. One, two, three. I'll be honest, that's it. annoying me. I'd rather play. It, like, would, it would. I'd rather play rainfall. I can't believe would. I'd rather just I play. I'd just try it one time. I'd
2: rather play rainfall or underwater noises or something like that. I love rainfall. Or, or, well. trop- or the rainforest thing.
1: I love it, but you don't realise how much, like, your breathing controls so much of your existence.
2: But we, well, Yeah, maybe. I Sometimes try. I'll
1: just be walking around and I'm like, I'm, not breathing. <laughs> I'm breathing, time. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I think you should try it. I'm going to drop the link in the group, I think everyone should try it. Alright, I'll it's try It's really it. good, like, you feel so relaxed and I told you guys I did psychedelic um, breathing.
2: What, you took the drugs? No,
1: I just did it, I was high off my breathing, on my air.
2: What did it, what, what did it do?
1: So basically there was a there was a lady mm. who was there. I actually met her at the new black um, dinner, funny enough. Mm. And um she so she's an instructor and she just guides us through breathing and stuff. And when I finished here, I felt so I felt light as a feather. Cause you carry so much stress and stuff in you.
2: Mm, don't knock it till you try it, I guess.
1: Exactly, yeah. you really can't. I'm gonna actually hear up again. I could do one of these sessions. It's really so, good. You've got high off your breathing. I wasn't, no, basically, it, it mimics what psychedelic drugs will give you. Impossible. Dead ass. Not through breathing. Dead ass. Listen.
2: Are you saying oh, i off? Go on, breathe. Well, not
1: that. You're not going to get high off breathing twice now. Was there anything that she gave you? Any juice? No, because it was over Zoom. What? I didn't see her. <laughs> was there any juice? <laughs> it wasn't even poison No, because I, I would fall asleep there. I would just sleep off there. It mimicked mushrooms? No, because, you know, obviously these drugs are meant to like relax you and calm you and whatever. And just from breathing, I had all the same effects. I can understand that part because it sounds like meditation, but psychedelic. is That's what it's effect? called. That's actually what it's called. Let me check again. It's definitely called mm-hmm. psychedelic thinking because where would I get the word psychedelics from? You know, that's my brand. Yeah, look at it. Psychedelic bre- breath and breath session. To, it's up really up. good, it was an hour and a half.
3: Because There's no way I'm seeing colours by just breathing. Unless it is I hold my
1: breath and then try to...
3: Yeah, do they restrict
2: your breathing or, at any time? It's
1: not restricted.
3: No,
2: like, do they tell you that, like, hold your breath for like...
1: So? I mean, like, three seconds or I something, yeah. Even the video I'm going to send you, that's what, they do that. But that helps you as well regulate your breath. I mean, the breath is so powerful, you know. It's, it's so powerful, it's actually mad. Oh, and, and lack of oxygen. Oh, you'd be dead, wouldn't you? Don't <laughs> get more powerful than that. But no, honestly, breathing is a, it's, it's it's a lot because even because I do Pilates, I didn't realize how much I hold my breath when I'm working out, and it makes a big difference. So because I breathe through it now, even when I'm li- like lifting weights and stuff, mm. just breathing and not holding your breath makes a dis- a difference to yeah. what you feel and stuff. God is great, man. God for all of this through. God for all of through, it. Anyway. I'm about to try um, I think it's worth trying it. You never know. All right, so question of the day: What's your what's your go to karaoke song? This is your bag, boy. You got a playlist.
2: Oh my god! Depends on like mood. I am where do, where, where, do, where do you want me to go?
1: go? Anywhere you want to go. Um.
2: What's um. If I ain't got you, baby. Oh, um, Alicia, Alicia. I, I just, I just, I don't know. I just, yeah, don't. That, that works. If I'd done that, I'd enjoy that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a chin.
3: Von said, why don't you just masturbate before sleeping? Okay. Well, I don't right.
2: masturbate.
3: He said he should start.
2: Yeah, but then it's just like wasting my, you know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> I like that pant up.
3: Wasting <laughs> your what?
2: My hunger. <laughs> Like I like that build-up, you get what I'm trying to say. That's why a gal like so me. Because when I get my hands on them, this is I'm serious. you
1: ready to go. Ready to, you get what I'm <laughs> trying to say?
2: Everything that I've been waiting and building up for. Because yes. if I if I ranked it in the down the twenty, then the, the, the ambition is gone. Like, you get know what I'm trying to say? The incentive ain't there. I'm not as starving as I was. Like, you're not gonna get what you need. I ain't trying to waste that by myself. That's me. D. I'm trying oh. to trying to give it to the gals. Yeah, I ain't trying to waste all that Vim. <laughs> You get me. I can't. I can't remember the last time I had sex. I'm saving. The next time I have sex is gonna be bad. You get what I'm trying to say? You're like, bro, That's masturbate. That's me, man. Nah, man. Me, Maybe I have to start seeing someone or something. Then, but that
1: is so funny, man.
2: Just have in the bed like my little sleeping pill and just, <laughs> <laughs> just,
1: just slam it up and you go sleep.
2: <laughs> yeah, if I was chopping, I'd sleep easy. I sleep fast after. <laughs> listen, after I've done, I'm on then, man. You know, like the movies. <sighs>
1: That's ridiculous, man. Fast. <laughs> you go
2: toilet and come back. You think you're talking to me? This is the kind this of guys way. you want
1: to slap. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to slap them in a quicker, good sleep as if you didn't slap
2: them. Nah, if you want me to be awake, we've got to have sex at reasonable times 7, 8 o'clock. Like, okay. don't be trying to have sex after midnight and think I'm staying up after we're having sex. Like, what are you talking about?
1: That's fair. Chief. If we're
2: having sex after midnight, I'm sleeps. That's I've got to work in the morning too. <laughs> like, what do you think this <laughs>
1: is? I've <I'm latest> to be. <laughs> <me. laughs>
2: yeah. After midnight, I'm okay, that's, a fair, that's a fair rule, that's a fair rule.
1: That's a fair yeah, rule.
2: if you want rounds out of me, make sure we start at a reasonable time. Yeah, yeah, eight, nine to. o'clock and we'll go for it. You get me? Yeah. Anything late, sleeps in, man. Trust me.
3: That is so funny. <laughs> you are welcome?
2: Welcome? I, I ain't using that tactic.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I ain't using that one, man. I don't like, like it. I don't, I don't enjoy it, if that makes sense. It's like, yeah, it's not, it's not. I don't think, I don't I understand mean, it. If that makes yeah, sense. I like intimacy. Mm i like a body you know what i'm saying so no don't think it's gonna work one man
1: mm-hmm. all right
3: so what's the song again
2: what's alicia on? keys
1: oh i said alicia keys yeah mine mm-hmm. would just be any destiny Shout song <laughs> i just i love destiny shouts yeah mine would just be any of those brent wake up in the morning i put breakfast <laughs> make sure that your coffee has a sugar and cream
3: your eggs are... remember that song you're in that school song. You see that in school assembly? me. Now you say your juice is sour. It used to be so sweet. No? I, but I get to the hook, I'm, with I I like I'm, I'm with him. I am with him. I'm definitely with him. You don't talk the way you used to talk. And it's me deep. I got my I But it's making me weep. i just i
2: I'm not the type of girl that you can let go and think that everything's okay. Boy, I am only human. I'd be
3: wanted to be a woman. This girl needs okay. more than occasional <laughs> love no, no, no from you to me. I don't know me. who this is. I don't think
2: this is my time. It's, like, it's like Donna something. No, it's not Donna something. It's Karen shit. In know it's Karen Miller. Don't, oh, I can't remember her name. What's her name? Is, is it Karen? Something. do Old school woman. You don't know. It's Big a karaoke song.
1: But it's stuck in my
3: head.
2: Oh. I'm not your superwoman. I remember that song. That was a big we're song. Women can cap, you know. I'm sorry. It's actually ridiculous. I'm not the girls the were singing
1: that like their rent was due. Only <laughs> <laughs> to be taking foolishness anyway. Yikes. Hate to see it. Okay. All right. Well, let's get into our headlines. All right, the government wins latest battle with Lords over illegal migration bill. The government has managed to fight off the latest challenge from the House of Lords, seeking to change its legal migration bill. In a vote in the Commons, MPs voted to reject all nine amendments Amendments peers had put forward to change the legislation. That was despite some high-profile rebels from the Tory benches supporting the amendments suggesting in Lords, including former party leader Sir Ian Duncan-Smith, and ex-Justice Secretary Sir Robert Buckland. After the vote by MPs, Immigration Minister Robert Jenrick urged the other House to now drop its amendments to the bill, which aims for the swift detention and removal of people arriving in the UK illegally, particularly via channel crossings. But Sky News understand peers will, as in the peers, will push forward with at least four of their proposals when the legislation returns to them later tonight. The government has insisted throughout that its proposed new law, including the Rwanda deportation plan, is the best way to stop the boats, one of the prime ministers, one of Prime Minister Rishi Sunak's five priorities. But the House of Lords has a number of issues with it, especially around the treatment of women, children, people from the LGBT plus community and victims of modern slavery. And our next headline is about the government, the government to crack down on rip off university courses. The government has said it wants there to be a cap on the number of students who, st- who study so-called rip-off university degrees. The limits will be imposed on courses that have high drop-out rates or a, low, or a low proportion of graduates getting a professional job. Under the measures, the maximum fee that can be charged for classroom-based foundation year courses will also be reduced to 5,760, down from 9,250. That's sick. The plans announced by Education Secretary Gillian Keegan are part of the government's response to the AUGA review established by Theresa May in back in 2017. I forgot she was the prime minister, you know. <laughs> Among the report's recommendations, which also included cutting tuition fees and more funding for further education, was an aim to reduce the number of low-value courses, leaving students with poor job prospects. Under the plans, the Office for National Sorry, that was just habit. The Office for for Students will be asked to limit the number of students universities can, sorry, under the plans, the Office for Students, OFS, will be asked to limit the number of students universities can recruit to courses that are seen to fail to deliver good outcomes for graduates. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak said, the UK is home to some of the best universities in the world and studying for a degree can be immensely rewarding, but too many young people are being sold a false dream and end up doing a poor quality course at the taxpayer's expense that doesn't offer the prospect of a decent job at the end of it. That's what our topic of the day is. So let's get into what you're saying.
2: Well, <clears throat> our topic of the day is, this is what a question we got for you lot in the chat as well. Should the government have a say on which courses you can and cannot study? Mm. You get me? So this is what we're asking. Why should the government have that level of control? Like, is it? do we, we agree that they should be able to do that?
1: No, I don't think they should.
2: How come they said it was a taxpayer's money, but people always got thingy fines? Don't you pay for it yourself?
1: No, so basically you get the student loans, mm. but you, not everyone pays off their student loans. It gets written off after a while. Oh, does it. Yeah, and then what from your salary you pay like a little when you're earning a certain amount, mm. you pay like a little bit into it. Kind of like a like the NI yeah. thing. The way the what I pay at the moment and what I what I loaned out, they're never gonna that back from me. <laughs> <laughs> they never get it back from me. And imagine how many of me's there are there.
2: Yeah. So
1: technically it is taxpayers' money. Okay. Because it's just money that the government loaned to people that's most of it's not gonna come back.
2: Okay, so do do you feel they should have a, a say?
1: No, people's talents are different, and I feel like yeah, because it might not be you might not think it's um no, because I guess they're talking about job prospects and stuff, isn't it?
2: Maybe they're talking about like them buzz. There'll be buzz courses, isn't it? I mean, I ain't never I ain't never studied like that, but I've been yeah. I've been around people and I've seen times when there's like buzz courses going around, like where everybody's everybody's doing something. And, yeah. and it's just like a fad or like, you know what I'm to say? It's in fashion yeah. to go and do this thing and then bare people do it and then they come out and... They don't use it. And then they don't use it.
1: But there's a lot of degrees people use... A lot of people that do the degrees don't end up using it. I studied politics. I'm not a politician. I do nothing to... Actually. Mm.
2: I know someone who done the CSI thing.
1: Sorry? Is yeah. A crime?
2: Like, yeah. There's no like crime scene investigation, the forensics and things like that. Is it? And apparently that year, that was all high... Because of the show.
1: Oh really? Yeah,
2: they ain't never done no crime scene investigation in their life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Like, laughs> Might be one of the Twitter ones. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? They
2: ain't I mean the never gone on, detectives. I don't think. I don't see. I don't see like. I didn't see like an you know, overwhelming rise in forensic scientists That's outside. True, like you know what I'm trying to say? Like you know, just X. got gassed off a ratio, done the course, wasted up the people's time and money. And now you're like just all on the road with these qualifications that no one ain't using.
1: And crime rates are still high.
2: Also, I hear a lot of people have degrees or qualifications and stuff like that, and the field that they're working in is not in that.
1: Yeah, that's a lot of people. So what's the point? Because even like my mum, when my mum works, it's like there's people there who said like art and history, and she works in finance. So it's like, what are we doing here? Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of people like that. Because even I wanted to do law. But I didn't go the law route with my undergrad um, degree. Mm-hmm. I did sociology and politics. But I was going to end up doing law. Do you get what I mean? There's people who are like, who studied like engineering and now they're clowns. I mean, you just never know.
2: But Obviously, we've got the freedom to do what we want, innit? So if someone's an mm-hmm. idiot and they're, oh, they're saying they're passionate about something and this is what they want to do, regardless regardless of what transpires from it or whatever, that's know, what they're it's... saying, that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do, innit?
1: Do you know what I agree, though? Because you know they said about... Um, some of them have high drop rates. Yeah. Dropout rates. I think they should have quotas, and I think we should do tests to get in. If you're passionate about about this, you would do a test to get in, and you study for the test so you can pass the test. And because you know you did so much against the course, you will that um, like, you will stay with it. You stick with it. Because if it's got like a high dropout, that means it's dead anyway. So mm.
2: that's
1: a waste of money. Because it would have taken the student loan out for that. That's a waste of money.
2: So are they trying to? Are they trying to like help themselves on 100%. doing waiting courses? Or Are they trying to help people from making dumb decisions?
1: They're definitely trying to help themselves. They don't care. Because if they if they care, they would invest more in like industries where people can get more. Um, first of all, they'll put university fees down if it's that much of an issue, and they'll also there will be more jobs people can do. There's a lot of graduates that don't have jobs. A lot of people that finish school and they're doing like menial jobs. I Hope menial is not, and so I think that's it. Actual sociology term, so apologies.
2: Yeah, because in the doc here saying what like we can't do what you want, ain't it? You that's paying for it, but you're saying it can get rid of.
1: I'm barely paying for it. <laughs> Might pay for it eventually because I want to be rich. Yes, but you know, yeah. Them little two hundred pounds they take every month for doing. Actually, it's even two. I don't even know how much it is. I'm gonna check, but they're not taking enough for me to pay off in the next ten years. And I think after, like, 20 years or something like that, it gets written off. So, because even people, so like, say, for example, my brother, yeah, when he went to uni, it was, like, I think three grand or something like that. I paid £9,250 for him. I don't know who added the 250 to the ends, but he went to uni, like, his age mates went to uni when it was, like, three grand or something like that. They haven't paid it off because they keep adding interest to it. So you never really get to pay off. And after a while, it gets cancelled.
2: I've never understood how come it takes people so long to pay off their student loans.
1: Because I'm not paying off. It's not priority. If it was a personal loan, obviously then you'd be more, it doesn't affect your credit score, it doesn't affect nothing. Oh, don't so it? Be, no. So if it was, because obviously, a, say a bank loan, that affects your personal life, like your social setting in society. Mm. A student loan doesn't. Whether you pay, Because essentially you have to be earning a certain amount. So everyone who's not earning a certain, a certain amount doesn't pay off anyway until they earn that certain amount.
2: I didn't know it don't affect your credit or anything. No, it doesn't. Oh, that's calm. So why exactly. is everybody really stressful? for? it's
1: free money. Nobody's stressed. The government's stressed. Because it's their money that's in out there. But the people who have student loans, if I wanted if I had all the money in the world tomorrow, the student loan is not one pain. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, you know, okay, let's just pay that so I know that's out. It doesn't come to my mind. <laughs> I forgot I had a student loan until we had this conversation this morning. <laughs> like, it doesn't, it's not a thing to me. I just went to you now, like, oh, that's great. And that was that. And what they used to do as well, was they used to give people grants as well. So you have student and you can get grants as well. I don't think the kids can get grants anymore, so they just have to get loans now. Okay. And their loans are means tested.
2: All right, then. Wait, there. It's the government's
1: it's...
2: problem? Are they doing do a thing? Does almost everyone desire a job after they study? I'm like, doesn't everyone almost doesn't almost everyone desire a job after they study? What if the government is preventing you from? Having to go through that disappointing realization that those jobs do not exist. What's he asking? Not
1: even wanting people to face disappointment. No, come out of uni.
2: <laughs> uh, is anybody who's awake this morning? Who feels like calling in? Is anybody? Has anybody like been passionate about
1: mm.
2: something, gone studied, and done it? Past, got all the qualifications, but then now you're out into the real world. You can't get
1: the job.
2: You can't get the job, or you can't follow your your passions or anything like That's that. That's sad. I'd like to hear if there's any examples of that. If anybody you got a story, like,
1: let us know.
2: Yeah, if you've got a story, let us know if you feel like taking part because that would be interesting. That would be interesting. Because obviously they make it out like people are not like, like just like just pissing around, like doing well, like it and not They're playing. not trying. They're but not, they yeah, yeah, but there must be people out there that have yeah. gone, got their qualifications, got their degree, got their what they want to yeah. move down. And then it's like, oh. Can't.
1: There's like a lot of law students like that, you know, because trying to get like a pupilage, trying to get like all the stuff that you need for law is difficult. And because of the amount of people that study law, I mm. want to be lawyers and stuff, the the number of people that get into firms, like when I was going to like open days and all that kind of stuff and they would get, like they would say the number of applications they get and the number of people that they actually give spots to. It's like a thousand applications. Like, here, yeah, five of you make it. It's like, what the hell? Do you, what do you think this is? So I feel like they'll put a lot of like law students like that. That's crazy. It's proper crazy, man. It's a scam.
2: It's mad. No, like this, this like... This whole like, section, I can't even, like. I'm proper, I'm proper, I'll let you down today because I ain't really got no experience but in I, see,
1: I think e when he's away, he needs to make things light and breathe. <laughs> I wish gonna be reflecting on uni payments.
2: I definitely wish I went like college and uni and stuff. Now. Do
1: you?
2: Yeah, because it's, it's life experiences that I've missed out in, on in it, yeah. like at the end of the day. That's all it is, for fact. You feel like, like
1: you would still study something
2: though? I would have I had to study something if I was there, innit?
1: No, I mean, no you egg. I mean, right that? now.
2: You saying, "What I go uni now?" Yeah. Was a big man.
1: Yeah. To do what? Study. There's. Do you know how many people like get their degrees and like when they're like sixty, they're getting the degrees and stuff.
2: Yeah, but what am I gonna use? What do I need a degree for now in this space? Someone just now? want
1: Someone just want it. It's like a challenge. They just want to know. How I don't
2: know. I'd have to look. If I'm, if I look at my life and where I'm going, my trajectory, and there's something that I would need papers for. Yeah. Then yeah, it would help me because I've gone, I've studied off my own back, not in uni. You like I've done, me, yeah. I've done private class courses, isn't it? I'll and, be okay. I'm gonna learn stuff. Remember, I told you, I done. I've got qualifications for cooking, chef. I've done oh, yes. chef school. I've done plumbing and gas. Oh, yeah. So, like, obviously, if I felt like if I needed to learn something, I would go and do it. But doing what I'm doing now, I don't know if I need any qualifications or if qualifications would aid me.
1: Oh, I get you. You strike me as one of those people that's going to get, like, those honorary degrees. You <laughs> know, <laughs> when the universities give someone, like, an honorary degree, where the services to the community, and it's just like,
2: I'll take it. Okay. You know? well, of course, it's free. You can't use it in no job. And like, now you're a doctor. I've yeah, got a degree. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, brother, this ain't... This ain't... This ain't. No,
1: but well, they do a whole ceremony for them and stuff and now, now you're Dr. Margs. Like, that can would you imagine? be cold. <laughs> and the students who went to you <laughs> for 11 years <laughs> and you just woke up and you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm Dr. Marx now. That'd be lit though.
2: Yeah, maybe I'll get an honorary one, but I don't know. Um, I always, I'm always for like... Improving yourself and, mm-hmm. and, and learning and shit. So I can't say...
1: If you were to do a degree though, what do you think you would have done it in? It, like back then? Yeah. Was, or even that like, based on your interests now, like, what do you think it would have been?
2: I can't do that. I'd have to, in that space that I was in before, I'd had no care for... Anything. For, ed- for education. Mm. Like if that makes sense. I just didn't think I was going to need it or use it for anything. I didn't have any ambitions to go into the workforce
1: mm.
2: or anything. So I didn't... It was be a waste of my time, if that makes sense. Maybe something in music. Yeah, I was going to say. Music, entertainment, music management or production. i done a little production course when I was younger. Mm. Um, I was about 17, 18 or something like that. And after that, I learned. Once I, I, I learned how to use, um, had to make a two bar midi drum loop and all these fuckeries and had to, had to do the course. I passed it, I had to set up. They set me in the room, I had to set up my whole thing, set up the thing so I could, and then make a beat,
4: okay.
2: pull it up, burn it onto a CD and do it all by myself in a room so, so I know the system.
1: Okay.
2: Well, after I done that, I realised I ain't gonna fucking produce. I don't wanna produce blood. I don't wanna rap, this ain't my story. I wanna be
1: I I wanna be the one on the stage. Yeah, like this
2: ain't my story. I don't need to do this shit. I'll find a man to do this shit. This ain't me. This ain't me <laughs> I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't doing all that. So I have yeah, yeah. done that, but yeah, maybe maybe like a music management or something like that to understand the the the, the business side yeah, of music, okay. that would have been useful. And mm. that was something that would probably pique my interest. That's the only thing I can actually think of. But Never had no, never had no ambitions to to, to learn and study and and, mm-hmm. and do those things. I was just thinking, what's the point? Am I going to use it for? I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to go to work I'm on the streets. So I don't yeah. need none of this shit.
3: Yeah. Who encouraged you to do the plumbing course? Myself. What did you just weigh up the options in front of you and said, yeah, I'm going to fix some. Ice.
2: Nah, nah, but but not. fix some what? He's being rude. What leave did him. he say? Leave him. Just leave <laughs> him. <laughs>
1: Because I knew he was going to say cheeky, yeah, But because I was thinking about what he could possibly say, I missed what he actually said.
2: So I just want to wake up and start fixing pipes.
1: Okay. Right.
2: Yeah. There you go. <laughs> There
1: we go.
3: There
1: we
2: go. Thank you. Hello, hello. hello good hello. morning.
1: Sounds like Morning, morning. Yes. the dad need in.
3: Good morning. um, okay? How are you?
4: Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I just thought I'd um call in about this one. Just because... Um, I'm also part of the 3K gang that paid for uni.
1: Um, Must be nice.
4: But this is the thing. I don't know how the government is going to tell me what I can do in terms of courses. This is the same government that I'm showing my age here, that when I was finishing, was in credit crunch. They don't know what's best for me, so they're not going to be able to tell me at 18, this is what we think you're going to be able to do in the future. I heard
2: that. Did did you use your so, qualifications for your, to once you finished to in your in your work what you do?
4: I didn't, and this is the problem because obviously. So then, why can't they 18, tell you then if that's the case? Not no, because my thing is they don't know me personally because where where I the way I look at it is I went to uni based on the fact that you know Nigerian household you had to go uni there was no if, buts or maybes so I had to go through to do my A levels and then. Have the conversation with my parents that basically pushed me into the degree that i didn't really want to do which okay. is the reason why i didn't use it okay what did you what did you do uh biochemistry ain't that a big big degree it's big but it's broad so it's like if i'm not going into the lab Wait. it's a bit like i'm gonna have to pick up other things with work experience anyway
2: okay do you feel like with what you're oh. doing now, you should have went and well, obviously you wanted to do something different anyway? Saying your parents made you do that, but is it, Do you feel like it would have made a difference if you'd done something else?
4: Yeah, because like I'm in IT now, so I kind of wish I went into computer science. Yeah. But this was the problem when I was doing like GCSEs and all of that. IT was um, GMVQs. Okay. So it was one of those where it was looked as like a meaty course it wasn't a, it wasn't a proper GCSE and my parents didn't. so it was like they didn't they didn't know what it was gonna obviously turn out to so that was the reason why I didn't pursue it the way I could have done
2: okay fair enough but still you're saying so, that was your choice to be able to pick whatever you want if,
4: if... that was my choice and I still feel like I don't think the government are better suited to tell other people what they should do that's my own personal so say opinion. like
2: the, the the courses that's got like the high dropout rates yeah what yeah. if they put all these parameters in front of this course like to say like to make you have to like jump through a lot of hoops to be able to get on it then if that makes sense maybe not necessarily just say you can't do it but set up set up things to say like if you really want to do this like what Esther was saying put a test there or whatever whatever if you really want to do this course you have to do
4: this first yeah but is but that's but isn't that your a levels that you've got to do
1: yeah, but you know, some some courses, you still have to do an additional test to your A-levels. Yeah, but... Did I do something for law? <sighs> yeah, I did it for law. Yeah, no, but... Because I think it was... Um, no,
4: but that's what I mean. But, that's, but those are vocational courses where you can actually see the pathway to get a job. Some of these courses, you're hoping
5: okay, that yeah.
4: these degrees are going to okay. get you into the job market. So it's not really the same. So, for example, like with my degree, you... As I said, it was broad in terms of where you could go to and there's different places you could jump into to different like sectors if you didn't want to go into the lab. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, I also came out where people are like, we don't have jobs for you. So they don't know whether they're going to push you into this course and say, well, you should do this. And by the time you finish, where's the job? Where are you going to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... So that's why I'm like, if you do something that you want to do and you want to go to, I'm not saying uni is for everyone. I don't think it is. I mean, yeah, I, don't think is. I literally had, yeah, I literally had someone when I started who literally repeated first year because she likes going to go into freshers week. I'm like, you're, <laughs> okay. you're, you're not here for the right reason. So I get that those people can be weeded out, but also uni at a time like I remember like my mum saying to me she was like uni was looked at you had to get this because the elitist kids got the uni degrees and they were able to get the better yeah. paying jobs because if you went out into the job space and didn't have a degree you're only going to get so much even with work experience because they'll be like oh well yeah sorry 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 Mike or whatever you've done 20 years in the company but this guy's just come out of uni with 2-1, so he's going to be your manager. It's like, that's crazy.
1: Was that real though? Was that like a rumour?
4: That's what she, that's, this is what she was saying. Because this, this is, is what, what I heard as saying. well, like, and I just have to wonder. Yeah. Because I mean, now, because think I about only, it now, yeah. Yeah.
1: Because a lot of people come out with university degrees and then they're being turned away from jobs because they have no experience. Mm-hmm. So, you, I don't no, ask I mean believe now that someone who's got 20 years experience, yeah. they're going to move them aside for me, you has no, no
4: experience but that's, and just a degree. No, but that's where that's where it's changed. So, for example, when I was finishing, it then became those people that had the experience, if they were in a good enough company, those companies were sending them to uni to get the degrees yeah. they needed to go up anyway. Yeah. So, it, it was yeah. like, so it just, yeah, the game changed completely for everyone. Because, like, uni degrees don't mean anything, if, especially if you don't go to uni day, right? That's another mm. thing.
1: Because now you kind of need a ma- like having a uni degree is not special anymore. You have you need a masters or a PhD now.
4: Exactly, exactly.
1: so the kids were down to masters. Time.
2: There's 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 those different <laughs> ways <laughs> to do things. Like the way like with the internet and the way that the world's growing and there's a lot of people that are self-made. The way that it was pushed to people before, like you need that education to yeah. make something of yourself. And obviously, we we know now that's not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say. Obviously, having your tickets and your papers will put you. In a better stead than people yeah. who haven't. If you're going down that route, or whatever. But you can make something of yourself without having degrees and and all these things. Mm. So. Do you
1: know yeah, I think no, absolutely. I think, I think sometimes, well, with unis, it's more the skills you get. That's why with the, I'm not really for the government telling people, well, there's no jobs available. Or this and that because some of it's transferable skills. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't directly work with politics now or sociology, but those skills and. The everything I, that helped me my course with passing my course and graduating how I graduated, helps me in my current job now. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I don't think it's fair for them to be where like, there's no jobs available for this, this for this degree now. But like Chijeka was saying, back then with IT, who knew where IT would be? Heck, I should have studied that.
2: You see, if you do jobs rate like, degrees, yeah, yeah. like even if they're not in their their field, if that makes sense, they do what? Like, I can't explain it. You see, like you're in IT yeah, now. No, yeah, I, I... Do, you, yeah, yeah. do when you was going for your job or whatever, do would they rate that you've got a degree in the biochemistry regardless of yeah, you're yeah, sure? yeah, Yeah, because yeah, because about the skills, yeah, it's about yeah, they would they what would you can offer,
1: what you can bring into the role. Okay. So that you don't need yeah. yeah, so you don't need to just because you got a biochemistry um degree doesn't mean you need to be in a in a lab. Do you know what I mean you can be in finance? Right.
4: Yeah. As long as you've got and that you're you know, right. The right I, know, and 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 I know a lot of people right. that went into banking after doing my degree
1: yeah. as well. That's what I was saying so. about my mum's workplace. She works in the finance industry. But there's a lot of, like, students that come in that studied history, that did English literature. Like, this is what their degrees are in.
2: Yeah, but I mean, I get where you're coming from. But I guess people ain't thinking it through. Because for me, if I was going to do a degree in something, my, I, every every job I go, I'm going to go in that, work in that field. Because what was the point? But
1: do you know what the issue is, though? Do you know what, what the issue is? I think people go to uni too young. I don't feel that they explain right. how serious university is, how serious getting this degree is like I only know I only think that way because I was raised, raised in Nigeria I'm raised in a family that takes education like stupid crazy seriously so I already had that mindset I knew what I was going into like I even went back I wasn't ready to go into uni at the time I was meant to go to uni so it's like I'm going to change sixth form and then do year 12 again and change my A-levels or whatever do you get what I mean so yeah. I don't feel, I feel like people go to uni young but then when I think about it though in Nigeria I think people go to that like uni like 16 or 17 or something like that is it yeah. yeah, but
4: I think there's more of a I focus union, in, in in Nigeria. Yeah, no, but yeah. I feel like there's more of a focus in terms of like Nigeria, in terms of how you're where you're going to go and how yeah. you're going to
1: how you're going move. to use it. And I feel
4: like
3: yeah. right,
4: and I feel like here is very much like it's vibes. You're not, you're not. Yeah, right, and you're you're basically told, and I think it is too young because if you think about it, you're mapping your work future even before you mm. get to A levels because yeah. your GCSEs. Then determine your age. So you're talking, you're telling me at 14, I'm gonna decide my whole working life. That's crazy.
1: And that's because I feel like even though they might go to uni younger in Nigeria, yeah. From young, the way we see education in that country anyway is different. Like the curriculum is different, everything is advanced. So you're already your mind is already in tune with what it is that is required. Do you get know I me? Mean? You go to uni knowing that okay, when I come out, this is where this is what job I'm gonna get, kind of thing. But here, yeah. it, is, it is young because I think as well, the jump between GCSEs and A-levels, you're not prepared for that. GCS all the way no. from, years from nursery or whatever, your spoon-fed education. When you get to A-levels, it's all you. But when you haven't taught and kids that's... how to be independent in their studying and stuff, you don't expect them right. to just magically be able to do that. And then when you get to uni, it's even worse. But uni is mad because you think you're paying all that money. And I only had like 50 minutes contact time a week. And I'm paying nine thousand two hundred fifty pounds, and it's and uni is shorter months than normal school is. Do you get what I mean? Mm. So I I, yeah, I don't yeah. think that kids yeah. are prepared enough for education in this country. I don't
4: no, know, man. but they, then saying that. No, I was just gonna say saying that like I wouldn't tell my daughter to go to like uni now if she didn't know what she wanted to do, because it's, it's way too much.
1: Way
4: too, Way too much pressure. Wouldn't it, so you
1: yeah.
2: you wouldn't come? Not obviously you're saying you wouldn't, but would, so would you feel it would be wrong to come from a position of you want your daughter to like say like if you wanted to like carve out a path for her and say like look you're gonna go you're gonna do law you're gonna do this like mm. like not like basically like force it on her basically yeah. and say like look go and pattern up to safeguard her to make sure she's got the education and degree because like you said even if she doesn't go into that field it's still useful to have a degree and stuff like that.
4: I mean, she's, but this is where I'm lucky, she's She's smart enough where she can go, okay. but it's one of those where, it's, it's one of those where I wouldn't want her to go if she's not entirely sure what she wants to do. If she wants to do like work experience or whatever, goes, then that's what I think she should do, because of how much it is. So, because it's like a big mistake if you get it wrong, yeah. and I don't think we should be burdened with that kind of money.
2: Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Do, do uni, yeah. uni's not like um, uni over here is not like a uni in America and shit, is it? I
1: feel like, like unis in America look lit.
2: Unis in America look. They
1: look so fun. When I
2: watch them films and all that, uh, and they got like, the sorority
1: houses thought, and stuff.
2: I would have been the. I think, on a, I think I think Stacy or Shane needs to talk <laughs> in about that. Hey Stacy, call <laughs> up. Let me know what unis like, <laughs> in America. I'm thinking I would have been like Zach Morris, the stiff one, okay. one of them <laughs> You know, like, I would have been the poor All back, right. the point guard. Yeah. Yo, wait, uni would have been breezy. Take me back. <laughs> I'm like,
1: take me back. You ain't never been there. Take me to back. Right. <laughs> You're like, you lived in America one day. can't. <laughs> take me back. You know?
4: All right, guys. Um, right, no, I'm going to do it. So i Yeah, yeah. You too.
1: Uni's in America look lit. Even high school. Yeah. The high school looks so lit. Yeah, no. Nah. But I don't know if that's the reality or if it's just the TV made us think that.
2: That's what I wanna know. I wanna know is it,
1: is Stacey, it as at, cold
2: girl? as it looks in the movies?
1: Stacey Shayla American correspondence.
2: What the hell, man? Rise
1: up. Stand up. <laughs> Cause it looks so fun over there. It just looks so lit but, over there.
2: And them they look like they got they more oh God, they're more like maybe it's more beneficial going to uni over there. Like they I'm do good. things like they got like sororities and their alumni. Exactly. You get help, you get jobs from people that was into oh, your uni and all these things. It. And You know what I'm saying? Hey
5: y'all.
2: Hey y'all. How are you? Yeah, firstly, you need to turn down where She's, you are got to. She just walked out of the
3: gym. She's... Oh, sorry,
2: sorry. Oh, babe. <laughs> <laughs> down to your floor.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you,
2: actually. Thank you, mate.
1: Oh, so, <laughs> ask me a
2: question
5: while I walk general. Okay. What was the what's, question again?
2: Is, is the college, is your university experience like what is depicted in the movies? Like, if that makes sense. The things that we would have seen over here. Can you give me... an Example? Like... Me... American
4: uh, yeah, pie. yeah I that <laughs> <you>. American Pie! <laughs> um,
1: like, like,
2: is it just then? like, oh,
1: wow. parties all the time and like... Because I feel like they've got like a strong sense of like community. Mm. It just, like to be honest, it
5: depends. Like grownish. Okay, grownish uh, child. Anything with that girl is a bit odd. But um, I, it, I think it depends where you go. Mm. Like, sorry, I'm out of breath. I'm. I just got off the treadmill. But um it depends where you go. I went to a black college. So I think that really impacted my experience a lot. And similar to like what you guys talking about, I dropped in the chat very briefly where I could catch my breath. But I think sometimes it's not going to school. is not so much about like the academic portion. Like, obviously, if you want to be a surgeon, I beg you go get a degree and get your class, your certification or whatever. But don't if if, if you're. Exactly. Like I I work in the music industry, so I don't necessarily need a degree that's Chris credential-based. So my whole intent in going to, A, a Black school, B, a Black school as um, notable as Howard was more about me having you know building my network while I'm in school but also being able to you know note that experience and note that network when I get into the music industry now so, so it's not very often that I go places that I either a don't run into a Howard alum who's doing well in the music business or b run into another HBCU alum or c there's only a few degrees separation between myself and other people you know so who know people them, who went to Howard uh, do so do, for me
2: do they will no. they help you, sorry, like them, them alumni, the Howard people them that went to your college before that like, don't even know you and just because you went to Howard are they gonna know? Oh, there?
5: hell yeah. Look There's been that. many times that I've gotten I've gotten interviews and all I have to say is I went to Howard and I or mm-hmm. I'm applying for something, or obviously I have to say I went to Howard, and I'm already getting the interview.
1: That's Adding
5: sick. on to the fact that I'm also a Delta, so sometimes I can go through my sorority, my sorors, we can call ourselves, and if I'm looking for a job, the li- the likelihood of me being out of job is slim to none because all I have to do is send a message in one of our group chats, sorors, I listen, this is my situation, I'm looking for a new <laughs> job, I'm relocating, and Delta. you know, it is, it is what it is. But but that that also is a distinct difference between Black sororities and white sororities. Because mm-hmm. white sororities, you'll hear people say, oh, I was a member of Tri-Delta, a, a notoriously racist sorority. When but what was, we... No, it's like, it's it's a white sorority. But, like, for mm-hmm. us, it's a lifelong commitment. So, like, okay. we're... I'm, I'm still very involved in mine, like, work it's a lifetime thing. Like, people will sing at my wedding, there are things happening when I die. Like, it's just c- certain things that, like, we due to maintain that connection. But, you know, echoing the point, like, yeah, it, j- it just depends. White schools, America's really big. So there's a lot of universities and some, some universities are more commuter schools. So that's obviously going to dictate your experience. Oh, yeah, some people yeah. literally go to class at their local university and come home. But if you're at like, you know, a proper, proper university, where it's not a lot of commuters, a lot of people coming from all different states, all different countries. I had a lot of, most of my friends were actually international students from Nigeria and Ghana, surprisingly. But like, yeah, like you you bond different. There's different activities going on on campus that you're probably not going to find at commuter schools or different universities, other places. There's going to be a lot of parties, a lot of stuff going on. Like people at my school smoking weed on the yard. Like don't let it be, you know, 100 degrees outside. The sun's out, ass out on the campus. Like... That was just our experience, but I don't know if that's the same for y'all. What, what age you, you, you guys and, and I, feel I like ain't rashly. been to
2: union. I can tell you that ain't the same experience for them.
5: Well, over here, mm. y'all, y'all starts. also don't rep your schools. I find that so bizarre. Like yeah. one, one thing that's so like funny is that um, I was told by actually somebody from the UK they were saying they they think it's so interesting how like when you come to America or you have Americans flying into the UK, you see them in their college gear. Oh, my God. Like, that's so standard. There's not a time that I'm traveling that I don't wear either something Howard University or something my really? sorority. Because when I get them little... Hell, yeah. When my luggage is five pounds overweight, I'm going to the black lady at the counter. She's going to know my sweatshirt says Howard. She's going to know my sorority on my sweatshirt. And she's going to slide that bag through. Easy.
1: <laughs> one I don't know. wristband from the University of Kent. <laughs> not much. Not much. We, not much. But we... Not much.
5: But we... <laughs> But we rep our schools hard, like that's just what we do. I
1: literally, that's
5: what What, what age do. did you guys go to uni, though? Over there, um, we graduate high school at like 17, 18. Okay. Um, some people at 16, and then we're in school for four years, so we graduate when we're like 22, maybe 23. Okay, that's about the same. And do you
1: do you yeah. feel like you're prepared for that, though? Because over here, I don't know if you heard what I said about we, we're not prepared from G's from secondary school to A levels. <sighs> To then uni when I don't f- think people are prepared adequately enough. So do you feel like you are in America? You know what?
5: I think it's a yes or no thing, but if I had if I was advising like a relative or like a, a child, if I had a child and I was advising them, I'm sending them anyway. Because I think that sometimes again, it's not just about the curriculum that you're learning in the classroom. I know there are many people who, like, they have kids who, like, maybe they're not academically the best, but mm-hmm. you're going to learn how to discipline yourself when you go to college, when it comes to your academics, when it mm-hmm. comes to your social life. And those are skills that's going to transfer into your adult life that you wouldn't have learned anywhere else. Mm-hmm. There are some people who, when they, get, when they stay home and they don't go to school, they become so complacent, they don't know how to operate outside of that. So mm-hmm. it's like, at what point are you going to jolt yourself into entering the real world? Yeah. You're not. And you might as well do it while having fun. Hell, it might come with a little bill and there are ways to finesse that, you know, out here, at, at least when I went to school. My class is the last class that Howard was giving scholarships like candy. I really didn't pay much to go to school. It was cheaper for me to go to Howard than it was to go to my local state school, which is not often the case for a lot of people. But I, I would just advise people to go. And especially now in time, at least out here, go to an HBCU. Like my kids don't have the option to go to a white school. You either go to Howard or... I'll
2: settle and possibly let you go another HBCU. But
1: really, it's go to
2: Howard. <laughs> is there HBCUs yeah. over here? No. was no black schools? Is barely, there black uni, bro?
1: We barely have black businesses. We're going to all have black unis. You think Yikes.
2: they'll give us a black uni, a black college for black people? No way.
5: That's, that's not the way it works, though. What do you mean? It, for us, it came out of... it our historically black schools came out of us black people not, not being allowed, allowed to, to, school, to be like. at white schools yeah. exactly so that's the history of where you know our schools our sororities our different things came from so that's probably not gonna be the case for you guys there might be we, we now have these things called uh hispanic his, hispanic serving institutions where majority of the students are hispanic y'all might have schools that might be like that it's like no,
2: we used to have like, more, like Muslim you know, schools. black students I remember growing up, we yeah, used to have like so schools and stuff like that. that. But they took, they stopped. I think they stopped that. It? They, well, it seems like in my area they stopped that. They all them schools are gone. They're not allowed it. I don't know if it's not
1: allowed or what. I don't yes. know what Someone said it. the black one is DMU. <laughs>
5: <laughs> but we also have stuff like um. Somebody said ACS. Is that y'all African Caribbean society, yes, society. or you know, something like that? What well, them shits is dead, Oh, right? where I went to school. Our ASA went up. I went to school. Howard is in DC so the DMV area, DC Maryland Virginia is a lot of Africans. Literally ASA changed my life like when I came to college, I wasn't really I don't know I'm East African. I'm Kenyan so we Americanize a lot different. like I feel like we lose a lot of culture when people come out here different from the way West Africans do. child when I got into ASA 180, complete change girl. Your girl came home understanding Yoruba. She could speak a love little that. bit child Afrobeats. Yeah, I yeah East like African. You know, I don't know I like, sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. I can understand a lot of Yoruba, and I can speak a little bit as well. But yeah, no, i that that definitely changed my perspective. But again, I, I probably wouldn't have got that going to a white school. Sorry, another it's question. I
1: know you got to work out, but <laughs>
5: yeah. Do you,
1: so the um, no, obviously right. in the movies we see a lot of like hazing when it comes to entering like a sorority. Is that real?
5: Um, Delta Sigma Zeta Sorority Incorporated is a non-hazing organization. Um, that. yeah. So I guess it's the white one. That's then. what that is.
1: Last
3: time we asked her question, sure. she said she couldn't divulge certain things because she would get in trouble.
1: Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Can you message me privately on Instagram then? I wouldn't tell anybody.
3: They'd definitely be hazing anyway.
1: Uh,
5: maybe not her sorority. I just want to know. Delta Sigma Zeta Sorority is a non-hazing organization. See, that we do not
2: that okay. means that under the table. Um, they do it, but mm-hmm. they're just not openly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, they're, that's mm-hmm. she's indoctrinated. That's something that's
5: already incorporated the right. <laughs> They beat that into you her. <laughs> they
2: beat that into her in the hazing. I don't know. I don't know. Nothing <laughs> about that
1: lifestyle.
2: Let's
5: not
1: let in trouble, okay? She lives in America. <laughs> I don't know what you your the organization will still find do, her.
2: So what Excuse you're not me. gonna get no you're we not gonna get no um, sorry you're not gonna get no discount for being um, a Kent oh. alumni. You're not gonna get a job from being a university. No, you nobody
1: nothing
5: you put the uh, badge on interview. No, racism reigns supreme. No. in this country. Actually, no. If legacies get get priority in scholarships for some schools and like they're uh they get discounts if they don't get scholarships. Yeah, that's the thing. Oh. That's the thing. If you send your kids there, if you have siblings to go there, Howard uh, gave you a portion of your tuition money back if you had a sibling who went to school and once they graduated, you got a refund check. Is it? That's the legacy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yes, That's why you see so many generations go to black schools. It's lit. I'm so happy to be the first of mine. I think I'm my sister goes one, to mine, HCC man, of man. Florida. This is cool. LOL, girl. Dang shit. Stay in, stay in UK. you. <laughs> girl. Very great over
1: here, you <laughs> so. know. Listen, pick that's your me.
5: poison. I, 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 the be, the better of the two evils is definitely your side of the pond. But let me give my second. Why would you think? Why would you say that? Uh, you know, you know, I, actually, I went to that's the one uh, I went to this weekend's. My family friend married an American man. Somebody from America?
1: Yeah, she's moving there. She's mm. moving there was he actually. black? And he's so lovely. Was he black? Yeah. And he had like, <laughs> he had, like American uh, friends and all the little accents, and I said, mm, "This is
5: a bit of me." But I want where one was he that's from? like the moving South? here. I can't move there. Where Where is she moving? Oh, I don't like know. Like, what state, you know? That might give context. That's where Ooh. he's from. I don't know. I don't... I can't remember. I don't think if you had to pick American men, maybe a Southern man, they'd be a little more hospitable. But, Southern? personally... Isn't that like where Martell
1: is from, from? From that host- show. Southern
2: hospitality, man.
5: Love and Marriage Huntsville. Yeah, like... Su- Southern men actually, you know, if you find a good one, which they're they're more plentiful than other places, yeah, but they actually care about their women. In my like, oh, you, opinion, they want me to cook and clean uh maybe but be. there's an exchange for everything <laughs> no so i think people are people are modernized now people are modernized now okay. but i i i think that's another thing that i developed in college cheryl i don't care for no american man run me my African again please thank you i learned that there are some things culturally that i just cannot exchange and i love my black men but the attraction is just not there mm-hmm. not there for american man. sorry.
1: quick question sorry another sorry. one just before you go right um So, no, yeah, we are told, African girls are told, and when we get to uni, we're going to find our husbands, yeah. Do you find, no. is there marriage material men up
5: in the uni? Because I don't think the black girls were prepared for that. God forbid I find a Howard man. Um how we, See, this is also the, the, the weird thing about going to black schools right now. Yeah. So, right now, the girlies are topping the leaderboard. So... It don't be a lot. It, okay, there is a, a lot of black men. Don't get me wrong. It's just not, it's not equal. Like, the, at least at Howard, the ratio was like, for every one guy, there's nine women. So double double that That's with, funny. top that with how people are obsessed with options now. It's like, you're, the odds of you finding a good man at Howard, at least while you're there, is not very likely. Mm. But, no, I, I don't think a lot of black women do that. Like, they aim to find their husband. At the time, I think everybody has accepted the fact that men from the age of like 18 to 25 are not really serious. So have fun while you can have fun. And when it's time to be serious, it's time to be serious. Don't, I thought I mean, the
2: majority of the people that relationships met in like college and union in America. I'm
5: to tell you it's a lie. Uh, they might have, but We're did they America. stay together from
1: From yeah, college, high school
2: to. In America, I just see I just references of stuff that. like that like, all I'm the kidding. time. People in relationships, that. they met yeah. in union and shit school like that.
5: Sweetheart?
2: Yeah, all that kind of shit. Yeah, they never high school
1: sweetheart.
5: I thought I was going to get that. I'm not doing any rubbish, high school sweetheart, because I just feel like, why, can you breathe? Like, you were with somebody from when you were a teenager, damn near a kid. Like, you've never had any options outside of that one person. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you don't know anything better than that. So, obviously, you're going to think that's good for you. But I think that, you know, if people happen to meet while they're in high school, meet while they're in college, they might have tried it. It didn't necessarily last. You know they explored the world and came back together. You can't challenge destiny, but for me too, the same person from high school up until when I'm an adult—God forbid. Sorry, impossible. Crazy, man.
3: All right, fair
2: play. And I don't advise it either. <laughs> all right, thanks for that, Stacey. Thank you, Stacey. Yeah. Enjoy
5: your workout. No, but I'm, talk to you later.
1: See ya. All right, bye.
2: Yeah, you's all damn bad. You ain't getting. You ain't getting jobs. You ain't getting men free luggage. You ain't getting men or nothing. You just got in uni for no reason.
1: Just. Listen, there's vibes in debt.
2: Wasn't your husband in Kent on? Did, nah, man. Did you have... Um, a babe? That, yeah, was you was you doing relationships in college? I mean, I, uni and... Was was...
1: I was doing long distance. <laughs> I was doing long distance. My man, he's off my CV now, technically he's not my man, so taking I've never been in a relationship. But the guy I was seeing went to a different uni. Oh. Well, he was having a great time, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was having a great time. I caught wind of it and I said, oh, we are do so then I said, okay, well, so this is done then, and then I proceeded to have a great time. So,
2: as long as you had a great time,
1: I did. It was it was a great time.
2: So what's like, um, like freshers week and all these kind of things? What's the activities? What's going on? Like, why is it it's so just going good?
1: out and drinking? That's it. I didn't say for my first freshers year. My first, I think my first freshers was hello? actually hello, hello, good morning, good morning, it's good
0: morning, how's it? everyone? Yes, Christy.
1: Sure is. Morning, girl. You're
2: right. What's fresh as week like for you, Christy? Was you just slamming the place up?
1: Okay. <laughs> what? Just <laughs> slamming the place up, you know? Vicky, <laughs> <laughs> what the sorry, hell? Sorry, sorry,
2: mommy. Was it fun? Was it good?
1: Bug. <laughs> <Fuck. laughs>
0: <laughs> that is so funny, man. Oh. It's good to have you back, Marks. It's good. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> um, I'm getting jokes from the comics because I went to DMU. Oh. <laughs> the way DMU just... <laughs> Baby, I'm sorry. No, but you know what it is? DMU. No, country. no, the thing is... Mm-mm. No, no, the thing is, yeah. I'm going to show my age here because I can't lie. I was a test dummy for DMU. Let's be clear. <laughs> so what do you mean? It was I was a test dummy. You got As in, okay. As Whoa, that in, was worse than we, me. you know what the one. No, no, no She never heard, heard about, As in the analogy of we were the first, basically, or let me say the second, the second generation of black, black people okay. going in there. Because let's ah, be clear, I never
1: knew
0: walk. about DMU before. I never. My, my plan was: I need to get away from my parents. Okay. <laughs> that yeah, was he, my plan. So I was like, okay, I need to go out of London, but not too far out mm. to where I can come back. So I kind of just settled on, I just thought, like, so I went there and then, I because I already knew what I wanted to do. I like, went through all the careers and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So when I got there, I saw that they did my course. But the again, I was a guinea pig because I don't think, I think, again, I was a second, with the second batch to run that course. So I studied media okay. technology. So, obviously, how the the industry is now to how it was then, then obviously, it was viewed very differently. So, again, it was kind of like we were the test dummy. So, when I got to campus, when I got there, I was just like, no, where's all the black people? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, no, where is my people? And then we, our group of people, like it was like, anytime you saw... A black person it was like, Where's Wally? Literally your oh, wow. head turned like a swivel. Literally like, Oh my god, I see you. And we would get so excited. That's literally. Like it was we called like we actually called Lester. I don't I don't wanna say what we actually called Lester, but <laughs> we called it a certain term. Oh, is DNU in the Yeah. Oh, yeah, and we, called it, it, we called it a name, and we was just like, "No, we need to find our people," because yeah, it was very flooded with.
2: So, what are you saying? You people. started the migration of the blacks.
0: I I would say my year in particular, that's when the floodgates opened. After my year, it was there was a particular event. I see again. I'm showing my age. I don't know if people are in the chat, but there was a particular a particular event called the coach party. That's when the floodgates opened, literally, for black. Like it was the it was the place to be in the Midlands. Like that coach party. So basically, it was a concept of coaches will come from every uni from oh, London, Barfess. from Birmingham to Manchester to Coventry to all all the places in Midlands, and they will come and congregate in Leicester. And there will be a rave. Was just, like literally, so said, it will be freaknik. That sounds
1: like freaknik. <laughs> for real. Not freak
4: <laughs> Mate, to burn. the point where it's people crazy would,
1: scenes. No, it was literally no. Like it the was sick, video would literally like, girls such, like, such a sick. Their top up, and it was mad. <laughs> and that's the promo video. I went to one. No, it was such oh. a sick
0: concept because even people got, had so much fun. They missed their their coaches to get yeah. back to uni. Some people got stranded. that sounds like they was having. We was having the time of, like, and that's when the floodgates opened. open. Because I remember when I graduated. It was just like all I was hearing DMU, DMU. Oh yeah, that's where. Black- I was thinking this was not my story in the beginning. Obviously, story, well, yeah. second year got better, and then third year. But that first year, oh my god, like it was yeah. And then like obviously they started like the ACS and stuff. And then I put in the chat that I actually won Miss ACS, and someone tried to come up come How for me. It? Look, I didn't I didn't say it was a USP. Yeah, someone tried to come for <laughs> me. Look, I didn't say it was my USP. But I'm just saying it was just all them kind of things. But now. <sighs> It's it's such a funny experience because when I hear of D M U now, it was just like oh that's basically where every black person goes. But that wasn't the story in the beginning. Like literally, don't no one even when I used to say I would even say quietly, because it was it was one of the ones it was the two major the two the major university in Leicester was Leicester University. So if you went to D M U, they was like where's that? No who? No you went yeah. Leicester. I'm
5: like no not Leicester uni. Yeah,
0: It literally. was like the subpar uni compared to Leicester. Like basically yeah. Leicester was the elite uni. But the funny thing is the black people went Leicester Uni would always come to the DMU events because Leicester was drier. Yeah, it would be drier
1: because it so is be a good uni. got to the pressure. point where
0: now DMU eclipsed Leicester Uni for black people anyway. Like now it was just like, okay, now did you go DMU though? If you say Leicester, automatically people say DMU. They don't even say Leicester anymore. Whereas that's not how it was before. Like you'd be ashamed to say you went to, DM, to DMU in the beginning because no one knew where it was. So, yeah, what, when there's was two, video, there's there was two unis in Leicester? Yeah. The okay.
1: University of Leicester. Yes. Yeah. And then DMU, the Montfort University.
0: What's it called?
1: De, De Montfort. De Montfort University. De
2: Montfort University. So your DMU alumni, Like, do you go and get interviews and see your DMU people and things? And...
0: Wait, that, please. The they, again, like I said, we were the test. Like, I, I, when <laughs> I signed up, <laughs> I signed up for a four-year sandwich course. <laughs> By the time got to the third year like it got to the um time to do the like take a year gap i thought oh they're gonna find me something they're gonna make. they just gave you some dashed you some book go through the list of the, like some directory is like yeah find whatever they didn't That's help nice. you they didn't do anything so we got to the point where i'm trying to find something obviously again media media the media industry is not what it is today how it was then so i'm trying to find something media but there's not really there weren't really nothing about so it got to the time where the um the the dates were getting to the point where you you need to make up your mind whether you're going on this gap year or you're going you're just going to go go, straight for the three years because i didn't find anything i just had to come back i had to come back i couldn't find anything so i I didn't do the sandwich course because i couldn't find anything in my field and then by the time i graduated that's when the bloody crash happened and no one was hiring and then if i was saying okay what did you get your degree in media technology they're going to be like okay (laughs) what's that doing that wasn't doing anything then it wasn't doing anything then so i had to parlay into a finance and i've just stayed in finance because that's where the money resides so i didn't really go back to do what realistically i could say was more my passion but i just went where the money went so mm-hmm. i like now like in the beginning it was a hard sell when they saw my degree on my cv they was like but why are you doing accounting mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Like why are you doing that? And I had reside, to do this whole money
0: where the money resided. Reside. Yeah, I had to do this whole spill just to sell it. And then now, like now, my degree is is like it's, it's evaporated from my CV at this point. It's like they don't even check for it because obviously I've amassed so much experience. Yeah, they don't even different. check for it anymore at this point. Like okay, it, it means nothing now. To personally, obviously because of what the field I was doing in, and realistically, if I look back, I would have rather probably channeled the energy like doing it on my own then what okay. then okay. actually getting a degree for what that was because but again no one really knew how the media industry was going to take off and all the stuff and the funny thing is mm-hmm. i actually knew that i wanted to be like behind the scenes editing all that stuff and that wasn't a thing like you really, thing if that, you yeah. spoke to people about it, it wasn't a thing
1: <laughs> and that's the thing so, that you, get, you, you don't know what like the future holds so it might be relevant then but now look at that look at the world we live in now mm. it's all about media th-
0: this is the thing this a thing like I mean personally I wouldn't like I wouldn't like I wouldn't suggest someone should go to uni for like media stuff I wouldn't I would say try to get the experience
1: yeah
0: obviously now because and it's so easily available to you to do that but I mean in terms of obviously other degrees like other actually <laughs> medical fields or like obviously all them kind of backgrounds where you need it I would yeah. say obviously go to uni for that but yeah. in terms of those kind of Like getting a degree in media production, okay, cool. What is the uni going to teach you that you can't learn outside? You got, you will even learn more outside than the uni. So, I don't really see. Mm. Obviously, I I'm grateful for the the experience for uni itself because it was lit, like (coughs) it it was. And I I I I liked the experience I got, but in terms of actually the degree, and I was like, please, if I knew Mm. I was going to be in finance, please. And I think that's yeah,
1: that's what it is. Really, it's more the experience some people end up getting, gaining more from the experience than actual what they've gained from the degree. I feel like go to uni if your degree is, if what you want to do requires a degree, law, medicine.
4: So, sorry,
2: you're saying up. that, are you on the side of the government then? Do you think they should be able to tell people what they should do or not? If it knowing that a lot of people would be wasting no, their time. No, I don't, I don't think
0: that, I don't, I don't think they should do, but I also think they, they, they could maybe could be a happy medium in terms of those. De- I get them saying, "What is the depending? It depends what they're categorizing the useless degrees. Like, what is the like what is the the admissions for those? Like, what's the what's the volume rate for those like admissions? So if they're looking at that and they feel like they're not even getting anybody, what's the point of having them as a degree? They might as well scrap it. Mm. So I, in that sense, I get it, but in terms of actually telling people what degrees to do no but I think also degrees I think they also need to be I think they need to revise how the the education system works here in the UK anyway mm-hmm. I think is at this point I feel like from when I was going I get it but now I feel that there needs to be some type of adaptation I feel like they're still sticking to that kind of old school way and I feel like there needs to be more modernized way and stuff in terms of how they view the education system do, but do you yeah think, but
2: degrees think do you think they should have? A, on, do you think they should be able to like request for their needs if that makes sense? So say like what the country needs, what the government needs, isn't it? Say like there's a shortage, shortage on shortage on doctors or something, doctors, nurses, or they want building developers or whatever. Do you think they should be able to like get them if that makes sense? I make sense. Like say like so it's like stopping you from doing that and saying no. Like we need doctors, we need nurses. So we you don't go got into go, and, this. Yeah. go and do this. Uh,
0: the thing is, that's the tricky line because. Trying to if if you're forcing people into those courses, who's to say they're going to be even good in those courses? Like med, um, going into the medical f- medical field is no joke. So I'm going to need you to be, like when you graduate, come on. Those are the doctors going to be on like working on us. So I'm going to need you to know something, even though I feel like the GPs now they just be on Google when you come to see them anyway. But anyway, <laughs> but <laughs> but I, I feel like it's a bit hard to force people down that route, even though I get it because I feel like we're moving far away from those kind of fields is like I feel like the younger generation now all they care about is fast money and TikTok dances and all of that like no one's really focused on like guys can't even use their hands they can't do the whole plum, they can't do DIY they can't do none of that it's like okay we run straight to YouTube so uh, I do feel like there needs to be something that kind of forces people to actually because now when you when you, you ask kids what they want to do they'll tell you they want to do Fortnite mm. <laughs> they want to be Fortnite they want to be GameArg they want to do like they, it's not, it's never like, oh, before it's like, I want to be a nurse, I want to be this. It's like we want to run away from them, but we actually do need those people in society. So I don't know how, Boy. I don't know how we can get, how we can what the get looks like. people to
5: go
1: back to that. But and with Vicious Sinek and them trying to do immigration laws, that so people can't come in to do these jobs. Boy. No one
2: English wants to do them. I tell you. I was, in the I, just, I was just in the hospital, yeah. And the overwhelming majority of them nurses and doctors are people of color and. Immigrants and stuff like that, like it's like like a lot of people actually, people from other countries that come over and work and stuff like that, like like but the majority of them, like bear with them, like the people that actually live there don't want to, yeah. they're not doing that, they're not doing that shit. So that's bad. So I don't know. Maybe there's something to be said for it. Maybe they need to go on a drive because they do need the nurses and doctors. But obviously that's the, that's the rub again as well. They're not even paying them. You know what I'm trying to say? They're, yeah, not, even, the they're not even paying them, like. and also all the jobs, the jobs that are important. You know what I'm trying to say that like, they probably need more teachers and yeah. thing. They're not even paying them. There's
1: a lot of teachers quitting as well. Yeah, you know
2: that's true. Yeah, because they're not the, 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 the important jobs that the people that them are doing. They're taking them for granted. Yeah. So. Yep. Yep. That's very true. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah, government man. screwed. All right then. Thanks for your call, Christy, man.
1: Thanks, Christy. All right. Take care, guys. Bye. Take care. Bye. Okay. Let's get into our next headlines.
2: All right then. Yeah, because the government. But basically, what's the conclusion we come to? They should not mind their business. I guess so, yeah. Yeah, Brent? Right. Yes. My business government. All right, cool. My Let's get business. into our next headlines, man.
3: we we'll lower the, the cost of um, uni.
1: This too. stupid expensive, man. And for what? £9,250 a year.
2: Oh, it's every year?
1: It's every year.
2: I thought it was a one off payment. No. So, how many years you year? do?
1: Three years, depending on your course. My course was three years. Yeah, But well, some of it was four. Someone like medicine, oh, you're done bad.
2: Oh, God. I didn't. It's mad. I thought it was just like a one off payment, pay them their nine no, racks, just their your course, just straight. You
1: get. And you obviously get like a maintenance loan as well, so you can live, pay your rent, all that kind of stuff. Mm. It's mad.
2: Oh, ah, okay. I didn't know it's
1: that. Stupid amounts of debt. That's why I said I ain't getting it back. I ain't paying it back. Allegedly joking, Huh. Ah. All right, next headline. <laughs> the next headline. We'll let him know. Imana, are you in the chat? Give us a signal, let me know. So we can give you our verdict after this headline. So, Tory MPs condemn delay to ban on to ban on LGBTQ plus conversion practices. Senior conservative MPs have accused the government of a moral failing for delaying the long promised ban on conversion practices that say that they say damage the lives of LGBT plus um, community, people in the community. In a letter to Rishi Sunak, a cross-party group of politicians and campaigners criticised the slow progress in bringing forward new legislation since the pledge was made five years ago. The increased pressure on the Prime Minister and his Equalities Minister, Kemi Badenoch, came amid further wrangling over over the content of advice to schools on how to deal with students questioning their gender. The advice was planned for release before the end of the summer term. However, there is still concern among some Tory MPs over whether schools should be forced in all cases to inform parents if a child reveals they are questioning their gender. Sources close to, Ke- to Badenoch and the Education Secretary, Gillian Keegan, insisted there was no split between the pair. But Downing Street sought to distance itself from suggestions the hold-up was down to Sunak, and denied a final version had reached his desk. Both issues are thorny for the... <laughs> that's a funny word. Both issues are thorny... For the Prime Minister, as he tries to limit conservative splits by keeping the socially liberal wing of his party and those on the Christian right on side. So, What do we say? When Eman gets back? No. Okay. <laughs> That's that. <it. laughs> Thank you very much, the Right answer. <laughs> and our last headline in this segment is the um, Nanimbab found to slow to show Alzheimer's. No, sorry, to slow Alzheimer's and held a turning point in fight against disease. A new drug has been found to slow the progression of Alzheimer's, with experts hailing it as a turning point in the fight against the disease. Donanimab was found to slow crit- clinical decline by up to 35%, that's really good, allowing people with Alzheimer's to continue performing day-to-day tasks such as shopping, housekeeping, managing their finances, and taking medication. Following the findings of a trial of the drug, Alzheimer's Research UK said, we're entering a new era where the disease could become treatable. The health spending watchdog in England, the National Institute for Health and Care Excellence, NICE, is already assessing whether the drug can be used in the NHS. Alzheimer's Society said treatments such as Donimab could one day mean the the disease is comparable to long term conditions such as asthma or diabetes. Charity believes this could be the beginning of the end for Alzheimer's disease. That'd be really good, you know. It's a very sad disease, that disease. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into Word and Road.
2: Is oh, <laughs> it it's too late? It's
1: right, go on. My bad. You should make that, let me make that bigger. <laughs> 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 all right, the Queen of Birkins has passed away. Jane Birkin. She passed away in Paris and she's aged 76. She's the reason why the girlies are carrying all those bags. Does around.
2: that mean the bags going to be more expensive now?
1: Probably. But you know that those ones where they leave the estate to somebody, so. Okay. Then, you know, they just carry on doing what it is.
2: Did she make all the designs in it? I guess so. So that means moving forward, the Birkin designs ain't going to be her. So that means the old ones are going to be more sought after. And they're going to get more expensive because she's gone. So if you want an original, proper Jane Birkin piece, it's going to go mm, through the roof.
1: That's true, actually. But if a lot of people who buy it, bar the, um, actually I'm not cost anybody there. But a lot of white women who buy it, they buy it as like an investment piece. Okay. I guess so, but yeah, you're right. It will go up through the roof now. But yeah, RIP to her, man. Um, yeah, that's what I repeat that. Apparently,
3: Hermes own Birkin. Oh, is it? The they do. bag isn't hers. It's just her name.
1: Oh, why is it just? Oh. Her? I thought she designed them and stuff. Oh well, that's silly then, isn't it?
2: Well, so what did she do? She just what did she do? Just.
1: It's just named after her. She
2: started it and sold the company or something. Maybe.
3: Okay.
1: Yeah, but Hermes is a different. She just company. inspired the bag. She just inspired it. Yeah. This
3: oh. is what Greek said. You know the Jamaican guy. What's he know? Okay. You look very fashionable when it easy came to your a
2: leather jacket. On. Yeah, but bags. I didn't think that was your bag. <laughs> 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 mm, didn't
1: hear that. You're dumb. <laughs> but um, okay. Well, thank you, Greek. It's lovely. All right. Oh, this is so sad, man. I'm reporting a few divorces today. Well, a couple divorces, and it's just sad. But well, Ariana Grande and her husband have allegedly split up. Her husband is Dalton Gomez, and allegedly they separated in back in January, and they're heading towards a the divorce. Well, they're unable to make things work, which is sad. I don't, I don't like you know marriages and stuff breaking up. And I don't think it's good. But neither of them have said anything about anything. You know, it's always the sources that's always spilling their tea. I need to check my check my my windows or what is it? My, check your mirrors. Check my mirrors. Mm-hmm. You can't be sourcing out here telling people my my tea. talking about a source said. Excuse me? Gosh. Anyway, a source said that they've been divor- well, they've been separating since January. A few months back they tried to make it work, it didn't work out. This source is talking a lot, you know. Do you know how mad that is? <laughs> they tried to reconcile, it didn't work out. And so at the moment they're heading towards the divorce. Okay. And um, yeah, spoke to TMZ and all sorts.
2: Sourcing.
1: Mate, it's <laughs> mad. <laughs> <laughs> I gossips in the in the in the fucking what's it called, whatever. Anyway, this divorce made me sad though. This one is very sad to me because I just she's one of my favorite favorite actresses and just people I just love. Sofia Vergara, I absolutely love her. She's um George Modern Family. No. She's a Colombian Spanish lady. Do you mind putting her up, please? The pretty and one, sexy yes, and a beautiful husband. He's the he's the buffest white there is. Is what in, on, Mangale- on the show or in real life? No, in real life. Oh, because I no, was thinking on the, to show, fi- to,
2: uh, on the show... On the
1: show, I was thinking... Jay, he's an old man.
2: That's what I was thinking. I was thinking you're moving
1: strange yeah, again. That's not Zed either. <laughs> Are you going to question my team? You think I'm getting worried. <laughs> no, no, he's not any kind of nothing.
2: Okay.
1: I guess the money makes him a bit more attractive. We'll do that. Money is a thing. It does make people people more attractive.
2: Well, it's cause you, cause you put them, because you're because you you put more put together, isn't it? Mm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? You got...
1: I love her. Oh, uh, it's that that Joe Mangaleno Cor- no
3: the husband is the wolf what wolf um forgot the show oh look at him but he's he was he was the wolf the werewolf you can turn into werewolf what hmm,
2: I know his face I don't know if where I've seen him is he an actor too then I'm guessing yeah, yeah. yeah he is
1: yeah so beautiful so they got married because basically she's married true before. blood true blood okay yeah true blood true, true blood, blood.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah um that does sound wolfy actually
2: Vampires and thing.
1: Yeah, sounds a bit. Mm. So basically she was married before and she had a difficult divorce with that guy because basically they froze eggs, right? They froze eggs in case they're gonna have children, right? Mm. They break up this little heifer, the man, talking about he wants to use the eggs. But she was like, They're my eggs and we're not together anymore. Like, no, you can't use the eggs. I had to go to court and everything. Because that twin girls in the in the dish, allegedly. It was a whole thing. Had to go to court and whatever, whatever else. And Did he win the case? No, she won. Because you can't, how are you going to use my eggs? It's not your egg and sperm. It's my eggs.
2: Yeah, but did, did, but if we agreed at the time and or you froze your eggs and I froze my sperm and this is what we're doing, now that deal's in perpetuity. Now,
1: you know you're, you're, you're you can't free, actually,
2: remember, you can not free, probably can't freeze. sperm. I'm sure you can free sperm or something. Can't
3: you, Brent? I thought sperm is no, dead when I it's... I don't know much about sperm to be honest. I thought that Sorry?
2: was you. that was you,
4: you
1: mm. Okay. <laughs> um... Yeah, but yeah, so if we freeze my eggs, we are not using my eggs when we're not together. We're not together anymore. about so you want to have kids. So what mm-hmm. happens? And I'm trying to move on with my new life. And Obviously, she met Joe. They're all in love and, and cute stuff. Got married. But anyway, sad news, man. They break it. Well, they have made an announcement. They made a statement to, um, what's it called? Page six. And they said, we have made the difficult decision to divorce. As two people that love and care for one another very much, we politely ask for respect of our privacy at this time as we navigate this new phase of our lives. I wish them the best, man. A source <laughs> said Sophie, Sophia and Joe have been growing apart for a while now and are taking some distance from each other to contemplate the future. So I'm saying they already made a statement. You didn't need to add your your little two cents. But anyway, it is sad, man, because they're a beautiful couple. And he was very supportive. Like, he, she loved him. He loved her. Like, you could just tell, man. And then the fans, this is what's crazy about being a celebrity, you know. It was her birthday a few days ago. She's currently in Italy. And it was a birthday a few days ago. And he must have posted on the inst- on his Instagram a picture of both of them. And he said, Feliz um, Daniels, Sofia. Like, you know, happy birthday, Sofia. Mm-hmm. People are all up in the comments, wow, well, this is so cold. How could you say this to your wife? Not my love, not my this. The people, are, this is before they even announced the divorce. Obviously now it makes sense. We were literally in the comments cooking him. Saying there was name. no love in there. This is the coldest happy birthday ever. So you had never told her happy birthday like this before. What's going on? And they were like, I hope, you know, things are not things are not rocky and blah blah blah. Like people are weird. People are weird. Because what's your own? If someone breaks up, what like what's it gotta do with you? But anyways, big up Sophia. She had an interview with Kevin Hart recently on his Heart to Heart podcast. I love her so much, man. She's literally one of my favourite Caucasian women ever. So, next thing. There are rumours in the streets that Jordan Woods and Kylie might be friends again. So, they were spotted seeing... They were spotted out together going out for dinner. So, as a refresher, reminder, Jordan... She and... Okay. Kylie and Jordan fell out. They were best friends for years or whatever with Jaden Smith as well. They fell out because Tristan... Chynest, I don't want to be with Chloe. Tristan kissed Jordan at a party, and so Kylie, they all then went on. This was when the, they went on the whole thing, trying to call Jordan out and whatever. And the black community rose and supported Jordan and let the Kardashians know, Mm-mm, not one of our own. And she was on a red table talk because she's friends with the Smiths, which is great people to be friends with. They had a red table talk about everything, and she just spoke her heart out and about all the hate and all that kind of stuff and whatever, whatever. So that's why they fell out. So I guess if they if they're making if they're making up again then we'll see. Jordan's went on to flourish anyway. She's got a beautiful, beautiful, good-looking basketball player boyfriend. I'm living that for years now. Like she just flourished since then. I feel like she got to really got into her own person because she's kind of like Kylie's shadow before that. Mm. So now she's her own woman and whatever. So if they make if they make up, that's great. I'm here for you know, reuniting cases and things of such nature. And also, word on the street is that Linda Lohan has given birth to a baby in Dubai with her lovely husband. So congratulations to her as well. Um, that is beautiful. Yeah, she's got she's got a son now and um yeah, it's amazing, man. Big up her. That is all for me today. Let's get into asking for a friend. Right. hey team a listener from australia here oh can we go home please Do you know that <laughs> it's
2: late over there as well
1: proper late so that's 24 hours ahead the person's watching yesterday's episode <laughs> i love that hey team a listener from australia here i'm facing a complicated situation in my long distance relationship and could really use some advice i've been in a committed long distance relationship for over a year now and overall things have been going well However, lately, I've been feeling an intense connection with someone else who lives in the same city as me. Oh, maybe this is not a dilemma. This person and I have a strong emotional bond and share many common interests. We spend a lot of time together and have developed a deep friendship. Recently, though, I've noticed that our connection has started to cross the line of friendship and there's a growing temptation to explore a romantic relationship with them. On one hand, I love my partner de- dearly and we have plans for a future together. We've invested so much time and effort into our relationship and I don't want to throw it all away for a fleeting connection. I know that long distance relationships require trust, patience and resilience and I don't want to betray my partner's trust by acting on my feelings for this other person. On the other hand, the geographical distance between my partner and me sometimes feels overwhelming. It's hard not know- not having them physically present In my life on a daily basis, this other person offers companionship, support and a sense of closeness that I long for. The temptation to explore a potential relationship with them is becoming increasingly difficult to ignore. I'm torn between staying loyal and committed to my long distance partner or succumbing to the temptation of pursuing something more tangible and immediate with this new connection. Has anyone else experienced a similar dilemma in a long-distance relationship? How did you navigate the complexities of distance and temptation? Any advice or personal experiences will be greatly appreciated.
2: This sounds like your bag.
1: Excuse me? My thought bag.
2: You was in a long-distance relationship in uni.
1: Are you sick? <laughs> 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 I was, you know. Actually, do you know what? Yeah, I was, actually. You are right. I was. It was Kent to Birmingham. It was a long-distance <laughs> And some must succumb to their temptation very quickly. <laughs> I've been honest with you. I don't think it's about just this person that's at your doorstep that you got a good connection with. I don't think that you're made for um, long distance relationships. You said you're longing for, like the connection, the person being there, all that kind of stuff. So I don't even think it's about it's about the fact that you've met someone that's great. I just don't think that you are built for long distance relationships. I know everyone is. I know that if the love of my life was long distance. I don't think that I would give into it because I can't do it. I can't do long distance relationships. I say you break up with a long distance partner and you find out what happens with this situation and if that works out, great. If it doesn't work out, explore in your in your catchment area.
2: Do we know if this is a man or a woman?
1: We don't have a clue. She's very smart. They're he they're or personally. she's very smart. They did a whole lot a lot of we.
2: Play a big part. Play a, play a big part in what's Why? going on here. Tell me that. Because men and women think differently.
1: So give me Your opinions If it was a man And if it was a woman Take me there
2: If it was a If it was a man
1: Yeah
2: My advice would be (laughs) (laughs) Sample Sample You know
1: what's mad Did you clap when I was reading Yeah I started smiling And that's what I was thinking That's what I was thinking I was thinking Before you let go of that just have a little
2: Let me, me know. <laughs> you, you might not. You get know what I'm trying to say? And also, if it's a woman though, you might actually have to sample because he might just be doing that because you're in a long knows, relationship and yeah. ready to tear. Once he cooks you,
1: the you flame know, might the flame
2: might burn out. Man and them I, are yeah. brazy like that. The man oh, are we know. sick. sick in their head. We are very You aware. know what I'm trying to say? Like everything could change after you slam him.
1: And you know, I think as well, I think that with human beings that people find people that they can't have attractive, more attractive. Mm. If someone knows they can't have you,
2: all of that stuff. Do you know and then what I mean? When like you, got just, it and then you don't want it anymore. You, you don't just want dash it anymore. In the you know what I'm trying to say? You're not here trying to cultivate like it. So now you
1: understand why the other person left.
2: Do you get what I'm saying? The worst part. But. Yeah. Oh no! But man. Of course we
1: don't. We don't condone cheating. No, never. So I, I honestly think she just dumped the, the long distance guy. You know, and then don't, but don't tell me why you're dumping him. I hate people do stuff like that.
2: Have a conversation with him. I'm not gonna lie. I think long distance relationships should be should be fairly fairly open. Yeah. To be totally honest with you, because Yuzot's sort of connection, what's keeping Yuzot sort of together, obviously is deep in that, yeah. But like all is the it? other stuff, it's deep enough that like, there's something there in it. You know what I'm trying to say? But all the short all your short you, and what you can't give me, like she's long like they're long she's in,
1: longing for intimacy. Do you know what I'm trying for to say? Physical intimacy. Yeah,
2: but they also clearly have a connection with that yeah, person and do. like it. You know what I'm trying to say? Like yeah. and to just throw it away. I think I think super proper long distance relationships, people should have a kind of understanding.
1: You're not kidding me though. She's in Australia. Or he or she's in Australia. Yeah?
2: I'm not, not where. That's a long able, distance already. I want to know where they have a person. Is um,
1: I can't even imagine. Nigeria. <laughs> Maybe that's like three days away. You better.
2: Like, how often do, do you, you see each some? other in a long distance relationship? Like there's people that that's go the on, there's people that work on ORIGs o- o- and not see their girl for two months at a time and thing.
1: I had a friend who, well, she's moved to America now as well. The girls have really moved to America. She lived here. Worked with her actually. And um, she was in long, long distance with her boyfriend. He was in America. She was here. But they would see each other like every few weeks because you have to keep you have to do that Mm. so she will go there for a while but she'll be there for like weeks work from there whatever then he will come here you have to keep it okay so if it's long
2: distance yeah if it's like a what's like what's acceptable if it's long distance like I say like every other week like a fortnight no you can't because you don't have enough annual leave a weekend a weekend every fortnight or something like that is that is that too little time do you know what's
1: mad okay for me personally yeah when I like a guy, I want to live in your skin. Like, I want to be part of the blood that flows from your skin. <laughs> like, when you live near me, I don't see you enough.
3: Mm.
1: I can't imagine if you're on the other side of the world. What are we doing here? Mm. I, couldn't, I couldn't do that, man. I, I don't have it in me. I <laughs> really don't have it in me. But I think that for someone who's a long distance, because the thing is, it depends what kind of jobs you're in as well. Not everyone's job affords them. If you're an influencer... You can afford to go there for three weeks and stuff at a time. Do you get I me? Mean? Because mm. you can just do whatever you're doing. But if you're someone who's in a proper like nine to five job, the annual leave days you get is not that much. So you got to then, if anything, if you're like, if you've got like a working from home job, you can actually go there and, you know, get approval so you can work from home there. That's so, the best way. So you can go there and you can see them for two weeks at a time. So people in
2: long distance relationships that are like proper long and estranged, and that, how, how often do you feel like they're seeing each other?
1: Not that often, babes. Like um, two months can go by, three months... Because they really look forward to it. They really look forward to it. And when they see each other, they'll see each other for like three weeks.
2: If you're seeing your girl once every three months, you've got no reason not to slam the next thing. I'm sorry. Like, there's no reason. There's no rhyme or reason not to just drop something up. Because what Loving are it. Yeah, but what are we doing there though?
1: <laughs> <laughs> not slamming cheeks. That's what you're not doing.
2: Three months.
1: Three months.
2: That's bonkers. And you got to remember, as a man, it doesn't matter. There's no amount of sex that I can have that's going to diminish my love for you. Do you get that? Sorry? Hmm?
1: Come again. Because I, I I I I don't know what you said, but I know I disagree. Say it one more time. Run again.
2: As a man, yes. there's no amount of sex that I can have that's yes. gonna diminish my love for you. Yeah, I don't believe that. No?
1: No, I don't believe that. I think mean, if you loved me enough, you would not be having sex with other people.
2: See, that's the that's the agenda that they put out there. That's what that's the that's because what I'll be fancy
1: up. men when I'm seeing somebody else. But I love you enough not to test that.
2: I'm with you. But if you didn't see him for three months, if you just went out on a little date or something, it doesn't mean you don't love your person no more. A
1: little dates,
2: little something. Oh, hook up or whatever. It doesn't mean you don't love your person no more, innit? it? doesn't
1: mean I don't love them because love and them. sex are
2: two different things, isn't it?
1: But it, does, it doesn't mean I don't love them. But I think with love though, you have to choose to love somebody on a daily, and I think love requires sacrifice. That's so true. if you can't sacrifice that, but also my thing is though, like if you if you're getting little tastings and whatever, you know when we're, when we're back together in the same place now, we live together in the same country, in the same house, whatever. You're still gonna want a little bit of summer because at some point this this pussy is gonna get old to you.
2: Yeah, I'd, I think if you had yeah for real, if you was probably living like that in a long distance, if it changed from long distance, you're gonna want your old self. You're like, still
1: gonna want your old self. <laughs> because that was lit. Yeah. You had you had your cake and you ate it too.
2: That's what cakes for.
1: Okay. <laughs> 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 I think with her, she I don't think she's set up for a long distance. This time, if I was in a long distance relationship, this kind of dilemma I would write in. Mm. Talking about, I'm yearning. (laughs) I'm yearning for his loins. Baby girl, go get you some loins. Don't be silly. Go get you some. And I'm being dead ass. (laughs) I'm not. Nah. Because you know, because I know, like, if you love, because I know what I'm like when I like, when I really, really like somebody, when I love them,
2: yeah.
1: Mm. Um, I don't like cheating doesn't cross my mind. But if I'm here, and I'm like, I'm yearning. Like, I'm longing for this. Mm. Maybe go get you some. Go get you yours.
2: Mm.
1: I think you she just dumped the guy. And if it's meant to be, you guys will come back together.
2: I don't know. See how you feel, man. Because the the guilt might consume you into making the right decision. Okay. The guilt if they when they play with the person in their city. Yeah.
1: The
2: guilt might consume them and that might make them realize. That might give them clarity and focus and say, nah.
1: If you going for a while. I'm here. That'll I'll hold just, you.
2: That's not what, I shouldn't have done that. Let me do, let me stay here. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say that might give you like an extra year or something? I don't a, know.
1: an Extra dose yeah but it, as long as it's for a year, is wild, you know.
2: I think you should explore it, but I'm not for like I'm not for like dashing away my old thing before I even know what the new thing's what saying. New that thing's don't saying. make no sense. You know what I'm trying to say? You got to compare. You got to have the chart. You got to... But you know, what
1: I say that is because I feel like with her, yeah, like if it's not this one, it's gonna be another guy, or mm. another guy, or if it's some, if it's a guy, well, it's gonna be another. It's gonna be another person. Another person's gonna keep tempting you, and you know, there's something about like. That's why it's difficult to fight temptations off, you know, because when you know that you can't do something, the temptation, the itch is just <laughs> more intense until you scratch it. So, you've got two different advices here. I say you dump the man or girl and you move on forward.
2: Yeah, I say sample and just yeah. make, sure it's, make sure it's what you want.
1: Go flip a coin, baby.
2: Yeah. There you go. You got you got two options there. Two half decent options. Yeah. For one, one the man might take. One the gal might take. You see it. Yeah, we don't it's know. True. We don't know
1: who it is. <laughs> the gal is never gonna sample. The guys are like, okay, I'm outside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm single now. I'm outside. Get on a tour. It's yeah. difficult though. i big up you that everyone that does long distance relationships, I I have a respect for them. Actually, do I? Do I care enough to respect? Yeah, I have a respect for them because it is difficult. It is. It does require sacrifice and. That is a difficult thing to do. But I hope you guys can figure it out. And, you know, let us know what happens. Let us know if you guys get married. Let us know what the next the next step is.
2: Yeah, give us some updates, man. Let us yeah, know give what you've you done, man.
1: Yeah, all you people that have been helping with dilemmas, send us some updates, man. Let's know what's going on with your lives. But um, if you would like to send your dilemmas in, the number is zero seven five six four eight four one zero seven three. You can text or you can WhatsApp. If you're more of an email kind of person you can email submissions at thenewblack.com you're also more than welcome to send voice notes as well if you don't want to type obviously let us know the juicy parts of we get to the point essentially um, let us know as well what your dilemma is for is if do you want to ask him for a friend situation or sis what would you do let us know and let's get into our last headlines for today <laughs> distance yeah i couldn't think of anything as someone who loves love so much yeah i couldn't think like that sounds like a punishment to me
2: it's tough you everybody like likes punishment that to instant me. gratification oh like do you know what i'm trying to say like you not being there when like, i've I had you. a long
1: day i just want to be in my baby's arms mm. you know i just want i just want to be in your arms i just want to cuddle i can't i've got to be on facetime
2: yeah it's bonkers
1: and like it's not even like a facetime i guess if you want you got long distance if you want to do it long distance so you've got long distance with like a rich it is, man it is
2: harder than that because patience is one of the virtues i've never desired to
1: <laughs> to have it's not virtue inside it's one
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying so yeah, yeah it's tough nah it's i tough. just
1: couldn't it's difficult i'm not set for long distance
2: mm, yeah and you're saying it's the same another country another city same shit
1: no i can't date someone in manchester Mm. Or Birmingham, like,
2: but they can come down with working from home and stuff like that. They can, like, you can do but that. Are you
1: coming down every day? <laughs> like, there's seven days a week. I would like to see you four times in a week, and that doesn't mean that we're spending the whole day together. It might just be we just have dinner together, and then that's it. Do you know what I mean?
2: I think maybe if you was in a different city, I could do like a week on, week off. Like you know, like you come down. Obviously, Actually, you, can, you know, like exciting, remote, yeah. remote living. Not remote you, living. No, remote work and all that. You can work from home. Actually, you can yeah, bring your yeah, laptop. Yeah. You get what I'm trying to say? Mm. So you, this week, you come down, your hair we will flex this week. Next week, I know you're up there with your family. We'll, we're still talking every day. FaceTime, whatever, whatever. Week on, week off. I think you could, that's ma- that's, nah, ma- but that's but manageable. I mean,
1: though, the way I am though, like I'm like, because I, I'm not like enter your skin. Okay, I did say I was, but I'm not like, I, I believe in space, in having space. Gonna I'm not going to want to see you every single minute or every single day. I'm not, I'm not obsessive like that. Mm. But there are times where, like, I'm just like, oh, I want, like, I miss you. I would just randomly miss you and I want to see you. You're telling me in between everything else I've got to do my day, I've got to now get a train to Manchester. <laughs> if i yeah. just rather you were in somewhere easily accessible to me. I heard that. I, yeah. I did someone that was very, very close to me. And it was the best thing ever because it was just accessible. And so when I feel something, it's like, okay, do you know what? We can do this and we can do that. I like spending time with people that I love.
2: So why don't you just you would you're moving faster than that then, isn't it? You're moving with someone quick.
1: See, that's where I get conflicted. My faith part.
2: So you're saying four times a week, that's a that's a that's a good healthy. If you if you're seeing your man two times a week, you're saying that's not that's not really working for you.
1: It depends because if we're talking every day, it depends on what we do in our lives. Cuz remember again, I, my four times a week is like little things like we could just have quick lunch together. Or we can have, like, dinner together. So like time in the
2: week you can link up and and at the end of the night go separate ways, you're saying?
1: Yeah, so I'll I'll just come round yours, we have dinner, we chill for a bit, and then it's like, okay, I've got work tomorrow, and then we go. Do you Mm, get what I mean? So I'm not living with you, but I get to see you in those little bits. But I guess if it's, if it's like twice a week, but the times we see twice a week, it can't be little time, it can't be like a quick dinner if I'm seeing you twice a week kind of thing. Do you get what Mm, I mean? mm. Yeah. But I could do that as well, though. Well, then obviously we'll be talking all the time and stuff. Yeah. But I, my thing is, when is long distance? Because you know, like I could be seeing you. Say I'm seeing you twice a week here. I could be talking to you every day, but I would still miss you even though I'm seeing you twice a week. Imagine long distance. So I'm not seeing you at all until next month, and I'm counting down to the ticket flights.
2: Could you do once a week and alternating weekends?
1: As in, like full weekends we see each other.
2: Yeah. So like, I see you. I'll probably see you like one time throughout the week, and then like on uh, the week there'll be a weekend that we spend we'll do stuff we'll spend a whole weekend together but we'll have one weekend off, one weekend off but every like, I see you once every single week and then alternate our weekends together
1: but what you see me for like how long you see me for in, in a week
2: ah uh, from like the evening spend the night
1: in that yeah I could do that that's fine okay but I don't know if the one week off what if the week were off is when I need you the most <laughs> <laughs> but I could do that I think for me it's about like I just know that you're there if we're, if we're talking all the time and stuff Mm. I might not see you because obviously schedule we're both working whatever whatever but I know that if I needed to see you I can mm. I know that if something happened you would just you can be at my door do you get what I mean I know that if something happened to you I can be at your door easily yeah. I can't have things happening to you and I can't even reach you I have to catch a flight that first. that's hard isn't it it's when, you're difficult. Going, it's when you're
2: going through stuff when and you're not and feeling you're...
1: well and stuff like that like it's like, that for me. It's like little things like that that means so much.
3: Yeah, yeah, But
2: you're yeah. not
1: feeling well, and I can just I can I can bring you food. I can do this. I can cook. I can cook for you, and I drop it off, and then that'll be it. I've seen you now. But that's, then, that's
2: when you keep it gang on. Like if they go through something and it's serious like that, that's when you just drop everything and jump on the train, or jump on the plane, or jump in the car. Like that's what, obviously that like, mm-hmm, usually boom boom, boom boom, boom. But this happened. Fuck that.
1: Yeah, I've got to be there. I'm
2: going. I need to be there. That's.
1: It sounds cute. It sounds like a cute movie. (laughs) (laughs) But I I just don't think that I'm set up. And I was someone who didn't want to talk to my partner every day and stuff. Mm. So I've obviously grown and come to realise what it is that I need. And that's what I need. Not necessarily I need you every single day or every moment. Because I also have a thing about wanting separate bedrooms and stuff when I'm married.
2: I can hear that. Do
1: you know what I mean, because I, I need my space sometimes. I don't want living on your skin all the time. No,
2: I don't want to talk to anyone but every day. I've got bad problems it. with that. For like, when I talk about like, yeah, right. I'm your thing. How can you not want to talk to me? Like, what mm. the hell? I don't even want to talk to my mum every day. You don't stand a chance.
1: No, <laughs> you don't stand a chance.
2: No, <laughs> like
1: what? It's difficult, but that's the thing. though, because even that, like, as much as like I, I enjoy spending time with you, I want to be with you and whatever. I'm also very pro space. Like, yeah, I like yeah. my space, but I also will give you your space. So we might not talk on the phone every day. But I know you're well. Yeah. I don't believe in like not knowing whether you're well or not.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I
1: like a, I have a nice day or just checking in. And I hope you're good. Something like that. Mm. I know you're not dead. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: But I like space, but long distance is way too much space. I'm going to have a new man. They're going to come back and I'll be married. <laughs> I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do
2: that. Yeah, it's tough.
1: And then you got to have the conversations about like, who's going to move where... Excuse me,
2: I'm gonna for that. Oh, you got to flip a coin for that one, isn't it? Mate, Maybe someone's got uproot.
1: I'm now doing TDA over Zoom <laughs> from America. One day, one day behind. We both or Australia. We
2: both uproot and moving meet in the middle. and We both go somewhere new. What about that? Yeah, that's fair. You ain't got your support system. But I ain't got my support system. We build, we build new together.
1: Yeah, but say it's like someone like America and I'm here. Where, where's in between Egypt? <laughs> Like someone's got someone's gonna make a decision. What's your job saying? <laughs> what's your can you? What's your job saying? You work in IT. You, there's IT everywhere in the world. Yeah, pack like a bag and let's go. It is difficult. Yeah, relationships tough. are difficult, man.
2: It's tough, man.
1: I feel like people that are in long distance relationships are the ones that really go through like relationship
2: stuff. Stuff. Because
1: yeah. I'm just here for a good time. <laughs> like, no shame, in my I'm here for a good time.
2: I suppose you need a lot of patience and understanding. You need a lot of it. And communication. And
1: self control. Delayed gratification.
2: Mm.
1: A lot of self control.
2: Lots of self control.
1: might have a work wife. <sighs> and then on the phone, you guys talk every time. All you hear is Sharon, 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 Sharon. <laughs> but you can't even do anything about it because you're on the other side of town.
2: Oh, yeah. baby. That's tough.
1: Good luck, girl. <laughs> <laughs> But well, I do think, but the thing is, I think with long distance, there's people that are actually made up for it and people that aren't. Like one of the, um, what's it called, makeup artists I follow, her man was in Nigeria, she was here and they recently got married. Now, uh-huh. now they're making it work. Like, there's a lot of long distance relationships that actually, that stand the test of time and work.
2: I mean, you could build, you could be, you could build meaningful relationships with people yeah. when, with, with great distance between you as so Again, Absolutely. you just have to just work on it, you have to communicate, you have to yeah. be into each other and that. But it, that, there are, all them problems that you say are there.
1: They're there. You can't... You have to speak... You have to talk about it and stuff. But pick up long distances. Pick them up, man. Right, sugar warning. Sorry about that. Um, A a woman age 22 has been charged with procuring poison to abort her child. A 22-year-old woman has appeared in court accused of procuring uh, poison to abort her child shortly after the first COVID lockdown. Bethany Cox of Eagles Cliff in Stockton-on-Tees Appeared before Teesside Magistrate Court on Monday, charged with child destruction and procuring her own miscarriage by poison use of instrument. She is charged under Section 58 of the Offences Against the Persons Act 1861, which makes it an offence for a woman to unlawfully procure her own abortion. Dressed in a black suit jacket, Cox spoke in court to confirm her address and date of birth. She did not enter any pleas. She is charged with child destruction on the 6th of July 2020, a few days after most of the restrictions from the first national lockdown were lifted in England. Last month, there was outcry when a woman was jailed for 28 months for procuring drugs to induce an abortion after the legal limits. The mother of three received the medication under the bills by post scheme, which was introduced during the COVID-19, sorry, the COVID pandemic for unwanted pregnancies for up to 10 weeks after a remote consultation. And our last um, headline. Sorry to
2: cut you, yeah. Dagenham to Northwest is definitely a long distance relationship. <laughs> I don't give a shit. That is
1: quay. That's another thing, you know, because certain London parts I'm not <laughs> that doing. That is quay. Certain London oh. parts I'm not doing, Maybe That's quay. That's long. How am I driving back at night time after
2: dinner?
1: That... I'm tired. I'm sleeping on motorway. Bonkers. <laughs> sleeping on motorway.
2: Bonkers. I need you to be close to me,
1: man. I need closeness. <laughs> I need close. Like, I, I love it. I need that closest. when the same borough. None of that food. I, we have to be in the same borough.
2: Yeah, we went to watch some football thing the other day. We was in Hayes or something like that. Hayes West. Far. Sorry. And I'll say to Beanus, I could never she, have a thing from my pet. She'd never see me. you never see me. Ever you, in life. she have to come down to me. No chance in hell she see me because what are we doing? When am I going there? You it's lost real. your mind. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's brazy. Better be that's me. The There's
1: long distance even within this UK. Yeah. Even within this London.
2: Within this London. Cry then? Yeah, man.
1: Oh, <laughs> baby. You <laughs> <laughs> better get you a new man.
2: <laughs> you better have a piece on the side.
1: <laughs> it's mad. There's a lot. It's. it's oh. The distance has distancing, man. All the best to use that to do it, though. Big up you guys. Your patience is different. All right, so trigger one on this as well. Adam Jenkins jailed for new bottle manslaughter. A man who killed his sister's violent boyfriend at the end of a Christmas Day party has been jailed for eight years. I'll free him, man. Simon Birch, who's age 39, was fatally wounded in the neck at the home of Adam Jenkins in Newbottle, Sunderland at about 11.20 GMT on the 25th of December 2021. Jenkins, who's age 36, was cleared of murder but found found guilty of manslaughter by a Newcastle Crown Court jury Mr. Birch's family said he was beating his demons and his devastating death had stolen the joy of Christmas. Jurors were told Mr. Birch had been in a relationship with with Jenkins' sister, Emma, for two and a half years and there had been multiple incidents of domestic violence and abuse. The couple were invited to Jenkins' home to celebrate Christmas with the rest of the family. But at the end of the party, Mr. Birch launched a violent attack on his girlfriend. What? Jenkins had told jurors he believed Mr. Birch had killed his sister after multiple punches left her unconscious and bleeding on the living room floor. Jenkins, who ran a successful bricklaying agency, said he could not remember picking up three knives from the kitchen. Oh, three knives from the kitchen, but assumed he would have done so to arm himself. Mr. Jen- Miss Jenkins and his partner, Natalie Shaw, against further attacks from Mr. Birch. So essentially, he was defending himself and his partner from the domestic abuser. He also said he could not remember inflicting the fatal wound in the driveway, but did recall trying to perform CPR on Mr. Birch. Well, he tried to save him afterwards. So that counts for something. All right. Well, time to pay these bills and let's get into the reaction.
2: Welcome to the reaction. Sports headlines. I'm going to read some, let's um, see what stories we've got in here for you today. I have even looked. I don't even know what's going on. I ain't tried the Daily Mail this morning, either. I don't know. Yeah. Bap, bap, bap.
1: Bap, bap,
2: bap, bap. Bap, bap, So we've got some transfer football transfer rumours. They're saying Bayern Munich have upped their asking price for Sol- for Sadio Mane because of interest from the cash-rich Saudi clubs, according to Sky in Germany. The Bundesliga champions initially quoted around £70 million for the former Liverpool forward, but are now asking for a near 27000000 million-plus bonus payments. Representatives from Al Nasser who remain under a transfer embargo and al Ali have already met with the 31-year-old representatives. Mane is training as normal with Bayern and wants to go with the squad on their Asian tour, which includes games against Man City and Liverpool. When I see um, Mane going for £17 million and none of these prank clubs aren't trying to bring him back, I'm thinking, what's going on over there? That would be a bargain. I'll take him at United, but Mane is cold. I don't know what's going on at Bayern and that, but obviously he's an Aki, so Saudi might be a thing for him. You never know if they're going to pay him big bread. I hear him. In here, we're saying Inter Milan are seriously exploring a deal for 50 million rated Arsenal forward Florian Balogun after dropping their interest in Chelsea's Lukaku. I don't know when Balogun got 50 million Scored 10 goals in the Farmers League or whatever, but I hear them. If you get your money, more power to you. More power to you. Manchester United have reached an agreement in principle with Marcus Rashford over a new five-year contract. A deal until 2028 is in, is in the final stages of negotiations and set to be signed by the England international, who rejected more lucrative offers from England and abroad to stay at Manchester United. Rashford was rejuvenated under manager Eric Ten Hag last season after a difficult 18 months and went on to be United's top scorer with 30 goals in all competitions. <laughs> um, And in our last headline... Some boxing news. Carl Frotch clapped back at AJ after he made comments about McCracken. Carl Frotch has fired back at some of the recent comments from former two-time heavyweight champion Anthony Joshua. Both men had a long working relationship with veteran coach Robert McCracken. During a recent interview, Joshua took a swipe at Frotch while detailing his past working relationship with McCracken. According to Joshua, McCracken was not the type of trainer to teach defense. He used Frotch Knowles as an example. Rob McCracken's a really good coach. Only thing I'll say is, look at Carl Froch's nose. He just didn't teach me defense, Joshua told Boxing News. Derek reminds me of Rob, but a lot more invested. Rob was too committed to the Olympic team, not pros. I gave Rob my best years. Now I've got to dig deep to get them back. However, Froch, a former super middleweight champion, fired back when discussing the relationship between Joshua and McCracken. People say Carl Froch doesn't have nice things to say about AJ because AJ left Rob McCracken. I've got two things to say to that. One... I couldn't give a toss who trains him. Two, AJ did not leave Rob McCracken. For all you know, Rob McCracken left him. It was a mutual agreement. Put it that way. AJ did not sack McCracken. He's the boss. Maybe things happened and Rob didn't want to work with AJ. That's why that came about. In the build-up to the first Usyk fight, there were many people around AJ telling him different things and I think Rob had, had had, had had enough, if I'm honest. I know the situation and I know for a fact that AJ did not get rid of Rob, Frotch told Genting Genting Casino. He was listening to Rob before they split. If you're not going to listen and have that respect, then the relationship will... Oh, he wasn't listening to Rob before they split. If you're not going to listen and have that respect, then the relationship will break down. Rob knew that Usyk um, would be their last together. Rob's happy now working with AJ more because he doesn't want to work with someone who's not going to listen. Rob's not just going to stick around for the money. That's what he's saying. So, whoever Rob is, and that's the end of our sports headlines. And these are not updated. I don't want to do them. We got. Has anybody got it done it for me? Let's get to our actual, please.
1: Silence is definitely Very hungry. Snap. Okay, like I actually feel so hungry. I feel like I'm gonna pass out. Um, thank you for tuning into the show. We appreciate you guys. Please like the video. I hope the likes are making some kind of sense. If you're pro long distance, like the video. If you're not pro long distance, <laughs> like the video too. Uh, follow us on our social media platforms the day after T N B on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And don't forget that if you want to send your dilemmas in, the number is 075- Six four eight four one zero seven three, and if you'd like to inquire about the show or feature on the show, our email address is the day after at See y'all later, bye. Please.